Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, anybody there?
Hello, I'm here. Um, this is Pennsylvania. Yes, I doing? Uh, this is Craig in Connecticut. How are you? I'm doing all right. I think you were on the call last night, right? Uh, geez, was I? Um, you know what? <laughs> the way I've been feeling lately, I, I don't even remember. It may have been Tuesday. <laughs> I think it was Tuesday, actually. Oh, okay, Tuesday. I just remembered uh, hearing that I'm from Connecticut, and I know there's, I don't believe there's a really whole lot of targets from Connecticut, at least none that call on call up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's at least three. Three? We have a New England. Yeah, there's at least, there's at least three of them. I was <sighs> calling to see if, if Brian was going to be on. I just had a few questions for him. Hmm. Well, last night I was I tried to uh, get my, uh, like a kind of like a message across to people because I've been. Um, studying my neighbors, actually. Um, and I, I, me personally, I believe it's my neighbors. I know a lot of people don't. Um, yeah. And there, I found this physicist. He actually has the same name as the neighbor, one of my neighbors, the same exact name. I don't believe it's the same person, but they have the same exact name. So I think somewhere down the line, somehow, my neighbors, because there's three brothers, and they all have the same last name. And like I said, one of the brothers, his name is David Robert Nigren. And there's a, a like a really famous physicist named David Robert Nigren. Um, and this guy has like a huge house, huge garage. His garage is actually bigger than his house. With um, the whole entire roof covered with like, cell, like uh, solar panels. That, that's the David guy. Then there's this other guy who lives across the street. He's got like... I would say at least 10, like, antennas coming out of his house. He just recently mm-hmm. got this new one that he put in his front yard. It looks like an upside-down, like, spider, kind of. Like that, There's, like, eight different antennas, like, all poking out of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's very strange. And then the other neighbor on the other bus. side, he's got a cellular tower. It's 180 feet tall, cellular tower oh, in his backyard. Um, and then I was just I I was just researching this this physicist guy, and um, I found out that he created something called a time projection chamber, and it has to do with uh, measuring and uh, doing different experimental things on black matter, which is like um, like the neutral part of any atom. You know, he has your electrons, your protons, and your neutrons. They study the neutron part of particles. Okay. And uh, in in this one thing that I was reading, it was an interview between him and this other guy that worked on that project together. They said that there's secret bases all around the United States carrying out these programs. And the way that they do it is they burrow like or they dig or whatever underneath rock and they actually put these like labs underneath rock hmm. and uh my grandmother she is me. yeah that's like where i was originally targeted was at my grandmother's house now she's been targeted for a long time and she gets voice to skull and things like that she says she's connected to a computer and things like that and um so she keeps on telling me that there's something underneath, like, 
um, we have, like, a lot of Marcella shale and, like, a different type of rock on our property. It's, like, the bedrock comes right up to the top of the ground. And she keeps on saying that there's a there's a tunnel in, in the one rock, and it was never there before, and she swears there's, like, she thinks it's aliens or something underneath the rocks there, like, doing this to her. And I actually walk back there, and there is a tunnel underneath there that I don't remember ever being there before. And, like, you can tell where somebody, like, pushed a huge rock up, like, so you can't really see the tunnel unless you walk right next to it. And you can see where they, like, dug like with a piece of equipment, and when I when I when I stepped down on like where they had dug, like where it was like a little bit lower in the ground, it almost felt like I was gonna like fall through it, like it was like oh, hollow. Was, like, hollow. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Somebody's. No, I can hear you. I just uh, uh, think somebody else is on. I don't know. Yeah, it's like echoing. But yeah, I just came to this this discovery with this Robert Nigren. Uh, his name is no, his name's not Robert Nigren. It's David Robert Nigren. Nigren is spelled N Y G E N. If you Google his name along with physics is the new fountain of life or fountain of youth, just Google that and his name together the article will pop up. It'll be the first article that pops up. And you can read through it, and it talks about having underground bases that they carry out these weird experiments with, using, like, argon gases and all sorts of weird stuff. They put something, um, uh, you, know, you know, under the street, right in front of our, um, right in front, you know, kind of more towards my bedroom, too. Uh, you know, like, under our, you know, they did some digging, some drilling, you know, whatever they did, I, and I don't know what the what the heck they put there. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, I know that they're always putting stuff in the ground, but you know, what are they putting in the ground? I, I mean, is it? Yeah. You know, Do you live in, in a street, rural you know, area or? Just a uh, it's a side street. You know, it's cold as heck, and and um, you know, I kind of always wonder what the, what the heck did they put? You know, they put in the ground there. Um, I mean, you know, it might be nothing, but, you know, when you're talking to, you know, who the hell knows, anything's possible, like I said. Hey, if the government is, they're funding this, that's the thing about it, is he's like a world-renowned physicist, and it oh, they have, even... they have endless funds. I mean, you know, they reported, they reported 4.3, 4.4, all right, now I get an echo. Right, well, you wonder where all that money's coming from. I mean, I'm sure it's coming from other, uh, like, military industrial uh, companies. But I think the majority of the money, at least for my specific situation, came from DARPA. Um, That's where I believe. And he actually um, says that he worked on a project called NEXT. It's just N-E-X-T. And I, before I even found all this out with this guy, I was already researching something called the Next Generation Radio Network. And it's, I'm, I don't know if you've heard about it on the news. It was actually on the news not that long ago about fake cellular towers and um, how the government and the FBI were using those towers in an uh, operation called Stingray in order to intercept uh, phone calls and uh, track cell phones and stuff like that. It's part of the whole Patriot Act deal that they were, 
they weren't only stealing metadata, they were also using these cell towers to spy on people in real time. Oh, yeah. Um, and then gather I like, have no their data. Whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I, nobody I have does, no, not I have really. None. And they read my, I know they read my thoughts, and I know that they see and hear what I, what I see and hear. I, I just, um, I just know it. Just, oh, let me um, ask you a question. Well, the people did you, uh, did you ever do a lot of writing on a computer on Microsoft Word at any point in time? Not really. No. Because I, I, I'm just trying to always, always try to grasp for anything that I could find that, you know, in relation to every single targeted person. The only well, thing I could well, find is that... Good. Mine started on news groups, like, oh, jeez. Uh, I think I late, late 90s. There? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, um, and... Um, and uh, yeah, it all started out as a personal thing, and then he contacted. You know, he even said, you know, back then, that um, you know, I know, I know, kids in the tech services, blah blah blah. You know, I think I know what he meant. You know, with this technology and stuff that's going on, and I think it goes all the way back to then. And, and that was got, in the nineties. Late. That was like ninety nine, two thousand. And who? I'm sorry, I, that lady distracted me. Who was it? Uh, just some, you know, some guy, I, you know, I think I know what his name is, but, um. Right, just some, just, some yeah, guy. Just the way he was, you know, just, you know, just the things he said and, and the threats. The, the, the guy was just a very, it was very, um, you know, like you knew that, you know, what he was saying, you know, he meant, and like he wasn't just, you know what I mean? It, 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 it was, mm-hmm. it was just un, it was, you know, it was unsettling and, uh, yeah, he just, just, you know, you know those things. You know, watch what you say to, you know, you know, hear mm-hmm. no, see no, speak no, and um, just one little run in, one little tiff on news groups, is where this all started. Um, you know, pretty much. Uh, I mean, that's 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 where I always trace it back to, um, and it just got, you know, I started getting air, you know, aircraft harassment from. 2004. Now, are you present. talking just regular aircraft? Or are you talking unmanned aircraft, like drones? All kinds. All kinds. Because of I've seen drones over my grandmother's house. I've seen drones, yes. and also I experienced something that uh, nobody else on the calls uh, has mentioned so well, far I yet. I was going to get to the um, drones. That's what I've noticed the past year. That that's up there, and and, and actually they've been up there for more years Have you ever seen that. anything that looks like a shadow with red glowing eyes? Have you ever seen anything like that before? Or even just a shadow? Because some of the targeted people will say that they've seen, like, shifting shadows in their house, like, just strange, weird phenomena like that. And, God, Um, for the longest time, I thought what I saw was, like, a demon or something. But now that I'm doing research and things, nobody even has ever seen. There's nothing in history that says that there was shadow people with red eyes. And back then, they used to document everything by painting what they saw. There's no ancient paintings with something with red eyes. So the the soonest thing I could find was from 1966, something called the Mothman that was like, it looked like a bat, like a shadow bat with glowing red eyes. So it's got to be some type of military spy device that I saw on the other end of it. 
Oh, yeah, um, it's very um, very high tech. They can, you know, like I said, they can. I've uh, I'm, um, just this past. Yeah, I don't. It was kind of on and off. Starting last year, I started being tracked and tortured um, everywhere I went, and now it's it, it's just it's um, you know it's not good. And like I said, I was just calling to ask Brian some questions. I don't I don't know where he is. I mean. I'm sitting here right now, and I'm not feeling good because they just get me with the, you know, the, I mean, I'm tormented all the time. Um, you know, like I said, I I literally can't go anywhere to escape it. They, you know, they know exactly, I mean, they can hit me locally with pain if I'm in a store, um, just anywhere, driving, you know, just anywhere. And it's, uh, you know, it's horrible. Uh, you know, they get me yeah. with the mic, like I said, the microwave, and they get me with, you know, like, um, you know, the direct energy pain. Um, have you ever talked to uh, Brenda about uh, she comes on the calls all the time and she talks about um, the healing healing frequencies have you ever the by I I forget I I forget what they're called on YouTube I was going to buy something on YouTube I mean uh, I was going to buy like an mp4 player you know for like 10 bucks and download the um you know, some of the binaural beats or whatever on you uh, on YouTube. You know, my son, he has ADHD, or he actually did have ADHD. He was having a really hard time concentrating in school. Now, he might be targeted, too, because he says some really weird things, um, like hearing uh, tones and stuff like that. And uh, he, I started uh, having him listen to uh, alpha wave frequencies, um, in the morning and also when he studied, and his ADHD, like, was cured by that. So, I mean, he, he's, yeah, he's focusing in school. I mean, we still have a little bit of behavioral problems, but, I mean, it's like night and day. Yep. So I would definitely, that's my recommendation is to try that, you know, and do it when you have to, like, focus on something when you're really trying to focus and see if it does help. Yeah, for me, it's just about, you know, trying to get away from these attacks. There's just no getting away from it. And I I just, you know, you hear all different, you know, types of uh, information about shielding, you know, and it doesn't really seem to be any one thing that works. Um, And, you know, if something really is, you know, that effective, it probably costs a lot. I don't know. It's like, I just don't know what to do. I don't, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Brian mentioned something about either getting, you know, like copper wire mesh or aluminum mesh. Uh, you know, and, and mm-hmm. They, they have that in uh, Swiss cloth. Swiss cloth has um, copper mesh and intertwined. I think nickel sometimes, too. Yeah, it's not cheap, you know. I know no, it's not. And it's so crazy to think that the Amish people have been making Swiss cloth for how long. It's almost like, what did they know? Because... You know, I mean, the Amish don't mess with any type of technology. They've always been against techn- technology. And they're the inventors of Swiss, Swiss cloth. So I just think that's like, you know, what did they know way back in the day that we didn't? Yep. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, you know, like the aluminum mesh is really cheap. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to get prices. Oh, we're unmuted. Yeah, that was kind of tough. <laughs> <laughs> Playing me back here. I can hear you, kind of. Yeah, we're being echoed. 
Um, um. You still there? Uh, yeah, I was, I was I was muted for a second. Yeah, me too. Is there a moderator tonight? Yeah, Joe. Joe's the moderator on Thursdays. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, you know. <laughs> they keep muting me, then unmuting me. I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try back. Uh, what was your name again? From Pennsylvania. Hello. Hello. I'm muted. Oh, are you there? I was muted. I'm. I, this is Pennsylvania. This is Christina. I was muted when you asked. Can you guys hear me? Hello? Hello? Um, I can hear you. Oh, okay. I this isn't the guy from Connecticut, right? No, no. No. Um, yeah, I think he hung up. Yeah. I'm Christina from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, I go by Shoe Johnny. Shoe Johnny? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty new to these calls. Um, I live in Dallas. In Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was born in Dallas. Oh, really? Mhm. In uh, the Memorial Hospital. The Dallas hmm. Memorial Hospital. I think that's what it's called. Oh, we only lived there until I was nine months old, so I don't remember it. <coughs> Yeah, I the, the main issue with me is they they keep hitting me. Um, you know, they they keep hitting me. I think in my in my lymph system. In your in your limbs or in your lymph system. My lymph system. So they hit oh. me in the, in the thyroid. Yeah, that's common, I think. Because that, I mean, if they mess up that thyroid, that messes up all your hormones and everything. Yeah. You know, I've been listening to um, the MP3 archives for, for uh, you know, ever since I started learning about what was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you seem to, you know, be a common, like, you seem to go, go on these calls quite often. I, I do. I call in. It drives my husband crazy, but uh, I do. I call in almost every single night. I'm just for a while there. I was trying to find something that was a similarity between every person, so that way there was some type of proof, you know, 
Because I feel like that's the only way that we're going to get proof. And the only thing I could find is that every single person I looked into so far had a a cellular tower and a ham radio operator, an amateur ham radio operator, within, like, a half mile of their house or less. Like, Mm -hmm. usually it was within a third of a mile from their house, both of them. Um, Mm And... uh, I thought that was kind of like a pretty big coincidence, you know, because in a place like where my grandmother lives, their neighbors aren't really that close. I mean, their two closest neighbors, one is a ham operator guru guy, and then the other guy has a cellular tower that he built in 2004 on his own. It's a privately owned cell phone tower. Um, and there's nothing, I can't get the FCC to come and investigate because it's not, it's privately owned. And um, I tried to call AT&T because he does have, like, some legit things on it where he's getting, like, it, leasing it out to that, that company. Um, they couldn't give me any information on what he uses the tower for other than what their purpose is. So, because uh, it's privately owned and uh, it's, below 200 feet so uh the faa won't get involved because they only get involved until it's like government regulated and that's at 200 feet or faa regulated still government regulated but it doesn't matter i could tell them that i'm getting beamed by radiation from it and it doesn't matter like i've already called the fcc they will not come out unless it's a job related problem they will not come out Mm -hmm. and even look at it Mm. Um, yeah, I, I come on these calls pretty often and, um, I, I, I really do believe like one day, like we're going to find a connection and we just got to keep trying, you know? Um, and it's so hard because people move around, you know, they, I think at this point they have equipment that they use in their car when they're driving by your house to grab different frequencies off of you or do, or beam them at you. And then once they get those frequencies, they can beam them at you through satellite or, you know, probably their ham radios equipment if they have the right programming in that. There's just so many different ways and different applications to do this at this point. That's why they could use, like, everything's hidden, too. Um, Yeah. My biggest thing is, like, why are we allowing our government to continue and and third-party companies to continue to give money to these, um, like, DARPA for, like, brain research. I mean, just recently, DARPA created what's called a synthetic human brain. They actually created it, and then that wasn't good enough that they actually created a functioning human brain that they recorded what it was dreaming. Hmm. Why are we, why is our government money, why are we paying for that? How is that benefiting anyone? What are they going to do with it, you know, creating synthetic brains? I'm pretty sure no matter what your brain disorder is, you're not going to want that to try to fix you. You know what I mean? I just, that's what I don't understand. Like, as targeted individuals, obviously this research was done somewhere. It, It is proof, and there is definitely proof online. You know, they have to disclose after a certain amount of time of what they're researching anyways. 
So and you know DARPA is researching this stuff. Why can't we directly go after a government agency like DARPA? And to say, you know, okay, they're studying robotics. That's fine. Study robotics. Build little bugs that can, you know, be covert and are wirelessly controlled like drones. Build drones. But, you know, when they start messing with people's brains and trying to figure out, like, how a human brain works, that's the line that needs to be drawn. And I think most Americans, even Americans that aren't targeted, can admit, you know, we don't need to be giving any more money to this. I mean, if we're going to do that, we give the money to medical places to research this. The government should not be researching this. That's how I feel about it. You know, and, and, and like there are specific names of people we can go after. You know, there's this man named Brian Hicks. I always mention this, but I, I bring it up a lot because he sits on the Homeland Security Committee currently today. Uh, he goes to all those meetings and stuff. He's part of the committee. Um, and he worked for, you know, now he works for Dell Corporation, you know, but he was the person that worked for um, the Navy or was involved with the whole information awareness office um, deal. And you know as well as I do, in 2003 when that got shut down, um, they just continued to do it just secretly in different fractions of the government because Congress said no. So, you know, that's just like a child going to their father and his father saying, no, you can't do that. And then the child going and being like, well, I'm going to do it anyways, just secretly. You're not going to find out about it. I'm sorry, but those people that did that and pushed all of that stuff underneath the ground, that needs to be proven that they did that, and then they need to be prosecuted. That's where we need to start with that man. His name's Brian Hicks. Look into it. You know, if we go after specific people, I think that we could possibly win. We just have to prove that they did it. And I'm sure that if they really did go underground with all of it in the way that he did it, he specifically branched out to people to do more research with the with military equipment in something that they weren't even supposed to pursue to begin with. <clears throat> it's just a matter of proving it, you know. But the thing is, is you can sue somebody and... Uh, the thing, and they can't really, like, countersue you or anything unless they can prove what you're saying is false. And if he can't prove what we're saying is false, then he'll get tried and, and we'll win. Yeah, I've got, I've got a, a triangular, um, you know, the triangular cell tower with the vertical bars, and it's, it's uh, in my neighborhood. How close is your house to it? Um, like within a, a couple miles. I have two of them. Okay. At least two of them. You should find out uh, where the closest ham operator is to you. Uh, there's a website. It's called antennasearch.com. And you mm-hmm. can just put yeah. your address into the, the search engine, and it'll come up with all of the amateur rate or all of the ham I guess it's like uh, radio frequencies that are being admitted in your area. It'll even like tell you where the McDonald's is and the Burger yeah. King and everything. I, I've been on that website. I think it's cell, cell, cellular towers, though. It doesn't 
look like it's ham radio. Uh, no, it has both. It'll, oh, it there's two different things. Yeah, it'll say, like, click on the button to get the results oh. for the towers, and then there's another button under that for uh, antennas. Right. Okay. So, yeah, I've been I've, I've been on that, and it says that's just, for me, I think it says that it's just cell towers. Right. Um, um, uh, uh, do the cell towers, they use, do they use scalar or what? Um, oh, another thing, I just want to mention this. this. When I put my grandmother's address into that antennasearch.com, that tower, even though it's been up since 2004, it didn't come up. It, was, it didn't show up on the search. It shows up on no search whatsoever. Uh-huh. The only thing I could find it in was Google Maps, you know, from an aerial footage picture. That's all I could do. But anyways, what was your question? Because um, I read that they do they do scalar. Is that true? Um, I think that I'm sure that they do. They do experiments on everything, but I don't. I think the scalar energy would actually um, combat like any uh, any device that they were using uh, like electromagnetic frequencies. Because I know like if you build your own like Tesla scale, like coil like power device and you aim it at a cell phone tower, you won't break it. And then they'll have to continue to come out and fix it. Because I've honestly thought about doing that. Just building mm-hmm. my own Tesla coil. You know, I'm educated. I could do that. Go out. It'd probably take me a while and a lot of breeding. But go out and just walk by it. And just, you know, I'm, pro- I'm sure after a while of that happening, they would be like, well, it's infeasible to continue to keep fixing this tower. I think that's a great idea. But you could go to jail. That's illegal, you know? But, mm-hmm. I mean, I've thought of it. And and the weird part about it is, is like I said, there's, I told you I went on Google Maps. Well, I took out aerial footage of that whole entire area, and there's this weird thing that looks like, it looks like a trailer, like a trailer roof. It's white, like um, a trailer off of a truck. But I walked back in those woods, and I could not find that that thing. I'm almost thinking it's buried back there. Because, I mean, it was huge. I'd never seen it. And I've grown up. I used to, like, roam those woods when I was a kid. So I don't know when it was there, when that picture was taken. Um, I found other weird things on Google Maps, too, around his house. I, I found this one antenna that was, like, strung out across the uh, tree canopy. You couldn't see it from the road. I had to go through the woods in order to see it, like, you know, in real life. The only other way you, the only other way you can see it, unless you sneak onto his property, is by Google Maps. So, like, I don't know who my neighbors are, but they're definitely like way high tech, tech mogul people. I know that the one guy, um, he works for the FCC, like handing, uh, issuing. Uh, amateur radio licenses, and also military devices. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, that's him. And then I can't find anything on either of the brothers that live on either side, like when it comes to, like, what they did as professions. Usually you can find something on somebody online, nothing on either of them. No jobs, no education, nothing. Mm -hmm. It's really strange. And uh, their father 
the way that they got into all this technology stuff is their father was in the Navy at the end of World War II, which is when they started messing with RF frequencies and doing experiments to see what what could be possible with with the technology. Yeah. And the, the Navy is definitely a common factor. Yeah. Well, um, another thing to look into is the cross-warfare program. Um, it's like a cross between the Navy and the Air Force, and uh, it has a lot to do with all this technology that they're using. I mean, it doesn't say on their website exactly what they do, but I knew, know they do like tons of uh, stuff with radar imaging and things like that. Because I have a feeling that thing that I saw with the the it was like a black shadow with the red eyes. Um, I think that had something to do with like a. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I think it had something to do with a drone. But it also had something to do with radar imaging. Like they were putting some type of radar imaging on drones. Maybe. Maybe they're um, overlaying it to you. Well, the only reason I think that it was it has to do with that that thing specifically has to do with the Navy is because I found a government a, like a black ops logo that has a shadow looking thing with red eyes on it, and the project. Snowden actually leaked the document. The program was called uh, Shifting Shadow. And it, it was a picture of the same thing I saw. And it was, and then like a couple of years later, they came out with another logo. It looked like a Grim Reaper with red glowing eyes. And it was the, for the unmanned uh, aviation uh, drone program. And that started in 2006. And I mm-hmm. saw that thing. I saw that thing that I saw in 2004. It was honestly right after he finished building that cell phone tower. And yeah. you know, I just thought my grandmother was losing it. To be honest, for the longest time, even though I had that experience, and at that point in 2010, I I found that logo that I had like implanted in my mind, and I thought that you know I was somehow psychically connected to the NSA. I thought I had a psychic connection to somebody who worked in the NSA. Before I even knew about any of this targeting or anything, that's what I really thought. I thought I was psychic and I just had a weird connection to somebody. I've had a lot of weird experiences and they've all been at her house. Yeah, the I mean, thing is I I think that um I I think that we should like listen to our intuition more. You know, we have a feeling that something's going on or we have a feeling that something may happen. You know, we need to listen to that instead of that's what I'm that's what I'm um like understanding more and more. Yeah, you have to know yourself. That's why I like doing um meditation or anything like that, even though like a lot of people don't like to do it. It helps you better understand who you are inside. And I think that's one of the reasons why their whole manipulation didn't always work on me because I always, I've always known who I am. They weren't going to put something false in my mind and me not pick up on it as being false, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if that's just me being very aware of who I am. I'm a very sensitive person, and I do believe that I have some type of psychic abilities, like medium psychic abilities, you know? 
but there and there is a difference between organic psychic ability like organic and you know artificial synthetic um because that's what they're trying to mimic they're trying to make it like obviously that thing that i saw it looked like a demon it looked like a shadow with red eyes glowing eyes like laser looking eyes I mean, at the time, I almost shit myself. I thought it was a ghost, and it was, like, waiting for me to go to sleep, you know? Freaked me out. And then, like, as I got older and I just started researching all this stuff, I, 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 now I, I believe it, it, it was definitely nothing organic. It was something that has to do with weird technology and spying. Um. So, yeah, if you ever see do see something like that, totally, like, call it out for what it is. Um, and I, I agree with you. It's, it's a matter of understanding who you are inside, you know, and that's not one of the things that my grandmother has such a problem with is she listens to what they say. They can convince her into doing things, you know, that she normally wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. She's being deceived. Yeah. Uh, do you know how the the occultism works in this program? Does it like are, are there specific rules that they have to follow in their you know because they're they're following an occult program? Is there like you know rules to their religion that they have to follow so we can anticipate what they're going to do? I uh, well, okay. This is my theory: is that they understand karmic. It, you know, I mean, karma, you know, what goes around comes around. And that's why they don't completely violate your free will. Like, they definitely are trying to persuade you and do whatever you they want you to do. But they can't violate your free will. If they violate that, and you know, then they're going to be punished by the cosmos and they're going to be punished through karma. And they understand that. So they only push to a certain point. Um. And I think that's the whole, you know, that whole thing. Is they know, they understand karma and they know if they push too hard, it's going to come back and bite them in the ass. So that's why they only push so far. But then I think, well, what's the end game in that? What are they gaining from doing all this? You know, is it just experimentation or is it something more? Are they actually physically gaining something for doing it? Like, there was a time where I believe that they were harnessing energy from people. They were actually gathering energy from people and stealing their, like, essence, you know? Because everybody talks about that. Everybody talks about that and how it feels like they're being drained, you know? Which is, like, vampiric, you know? But... I just wish there was somebody else who has seen the same shadow-looking thing with the red eyes that I saw, you know? Like, you would think if it was some type of technology, other people would have seen it. Hello, Christina. This is Annette outside of Memphis in Germantown, Tennessee. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I'm so glad to hear you tonight. I haven't been on the conference calls because the amount of these CIA handlers and racketeers that are manipulating everybody, but I did want to share with you, there is some good news, but I'll share with you my experience with what you would call these um, demonic forces. 
Now, I have not seen the shadows with the glowing eyes. When I was a very young girl, and I should share with you, I haven't shared before, I do have a small gift of prophecy, and that's like being a psychic, but the difference between a psychic and a prophet is that as a prophet, you want to operate from the Holy Spirit, and psychics frequently operate from other spirits which are not holy. But um, as a young girl, I was I remember the, one of the first strange things that happened to me. And, you know, as, as we go along, some of us realize the weird things that happened to us in our past have to do with our current predicament as victims. Um, but I was sitting in the bathtub. I don't know if I was between 8 and 14. I was just, you know, a young girl. And I had a bottle of vinegar on the side of the tub with the cap off beside the bottle because I was rinsing my hair with vinegar. And there actually is a point to this story and an activity. And so I was, you know, sitting in the tub, and the lid, the little cap, in the old days vinegar was in, they may still be, it was a metal cap on a glass bottle. And um, the cap moved around from one side of the bottle to the other side. And I just remember sitting there going, I mean, how do you respond to something like that? You you just, you know, it's like, well, how did that just happen? What is happening? How did I just see that? I, and so it was very strange. And what I realized, when you're trying to associate who is targeted and why are we all targeted, There is a war going on since Satan was cast down in rebellion and his minions. And the Bible says the holy and the unholy are like oil and water. They don't mix. These racketeers, who are many of them in allegiance, direct Luciferians, there is pleasure in sin for a season, the Bible says, and you can prosper temporarily in this world by taking these special technologies from the demonic realm. Um, Are you familiar with Paul Hellyer, the Canadian Minister of Defense for many years? Um, I, I know that he believes in aliens, right? Well, what he has been saying, I have heard him say for years and years, yes, you are, in a way you are correct. What he has been saying, they call these things, now me personally, I do not believe they are aliens. I believe they are the cast out, the fallen angels, the demonic demons. So do you think that that maybe, because I've thought of this before too, maybe it was demonic because, I mean, what they say to my grandmother is definitely demonic and a lot of the things. Yeah, you know, as far as your grandmother, my, um, my, my prayers go to her. I have not been praying for her lately. But according to Paul Hallier, our military is in association and working together with what he and many of these people call aliens. Um, And this is the thing about these so-called aliens that are so-called helping us. Have they helped you? They're not showing up at your church. They're not showing up at your doorstep. They're not at the mall saying, hi, guys, we want to help you feed the hungry, and we're going to... You know, they're not helping us. They're working in secret. And the Bible says not to be involved with the occult. If you look up the definition of the occult, it is things that are secret and hidden. 
They are demonic at their root. And that right. is what that is why there is a very clear definition between good and evil. God is good. The scripture says that God cannot lie, and the devil is a liar. The scripture says the devil is the prince of all lies. So in the scripture, it says at the end times, the final struggle is between the powers and principalities. And we do also know the scripture says Satan is the prince of the air. And uh, this weather manipulation they, they've got going, the aerosolized, I wonder if these aerosolized sprays, they were developed, I mean, bug spray, which was originally troop spray from Hitler's era, they sprayed, they sprayed it, these organophosphate things that used to, I won't use the brand name, so I won't get them, but the stuff you buy at the grocery store to spray on the bugs in your home is, from Hitler's area, they sprayed it on troops from airplanes, these aerosolized sprays. But the devil is the prince of the air. He is, he is a liar. And so there are people, you know, who can prosper in this world, but we know that the Bible says, put your treasures away in heaven where moth and rust do not corrupt and thieves do not break in and steal. And what these racketeers want they want us all to be going on about their technology, what they're doing, what, and they don't want us to know. This is what they don't want everybody to know, that there are people like me, there are people like Jesus. You can perform miracles. The Bible says that we can be like Jesus and more. Now, Jesus walked on water. He could heal leprosy. He could raise the dead. You know, Paul was the Apostle Paul could take a handkerchief and send it across town in Israel, wherever he was traveling. He could send a handkerchief across town, and it would heal whoever it was intended to receive it. These things can happen. And so when people get involved with Buddhist meditation, all these various forms of the occult, they don't realize the miracles that they are seeking exist from the Holy Spirit the magical miracle healings as a healer and as someone who has been healed by Jesus in three seconds I came home from the emergency room and um, I had been running up and down stairs all day trying to prepare my home for our fault line Memphis is on a fault line and that prophecy has been cancelled our fault line the last time it erupted the history says that Geyser shot up. It's the New Madrid fault line. Geyser shot up in the New Madrid, Missouri area. And Geyser shot up and coal was shooting up out of the ground. It's a serious, scary, terrible fault line. But the, the complication of the fault line is if the Mississippi River, which we sit on, it's vast. If anybody's up in the Philly area, it's like the Delaware River. It's vast. It's a ton of water. The Wolf River that runs through Germantown would not exit if this, if we got a sinkhole and the water backed up. If if we have a, a magma chamber, which means that and when the when the lava empties, it makes a big hole in the ground because the lava's not there anymore. The land collapses. But anyway, this prophecy was canceled. But I was upstairs trying to prepare my home so I could get on my roof if the water went over top of the trees. All the animals had been coming to me wanting to get in the car when 
some of the folks here were going to the airport, the cats are appearing that had been in the wilderness 10 years fled from the house. They wanted to go to the airport because they can smell the lava. But I had been running up and downstairs. And these are the miracles around us. If you turn off the mind control devices of the television, etc. But um, I had been running up and downstairs, and I had got to the point where when I got out of bed, I couldn't stand up. I stand up, and I would collapse on the floor because my knee was no longer supporting me. And I went to the emergency room. I said, this is ridiculous. Uh, I'm, I'm holding on to the wall and sinking to the floor. I've got to get some kind of help. I, I, I absolutely couldn't continue. And so, well, the emergency says, after x-raying me, you've got bone loss. It's like kind of shrugged their shoulders. And I'm going, well, do I need a knee replacement? Do I need a wheelchair? I mean, it was like, you know, the end of my life as I knew it as an active, able person. And so I came home. I was in so much physical pain. I called a friend of mine who is also a prophetess from a church I used to worship at. And um, I said, you know, I'm in so much pain, and they said that I have bone loss, and that's just it. I mean, they gave me nothing. They gave me no hope, no conclusion, no no recourse, no recourse. And she, what she told me, Christina, was she said, I know who can heal it. And I said, I know Jesus. And so I started praying while I was on the phone with her. In three seconds, zip, zip, my knee. The pain stopped. And I have been running around just like normal. Now, they huh. they are targeting me. I know they want to take my miracle away from me, and God can let it happen. Well, okay. I know it does say in the Bible that the, you know, the fallen ones, they do not like the prophets. They, ha- yes, they that's hate prophets. the reason I'm persecuted. I'm persecuted because I'm a Christian prophetess. Uh, and, and my, that sounds a lot like my grandmother, actually, because well, yes, she was I always very like spiritual. Grandmother. Yes, uh, there are many similarities. But what essentially is, this is racketeering, and the technologies and the cohorts are, are all incidental, coincidental. That they will use whatever tools they can to attack the holy ones or even, you know, just normal people because, Criminals don't like witnesses. I, I know y'all have heard me say it before, but criminals, anybody who will say no to the New World Order, and what everybody should know is their history. Hitler's regime was called the One World Order. They're not even trying to hide what they are. And it's really out of hand, Christina. Um, when they recruit in the neighborhoods, for associations, the gangs, the gangs are controlling the political parties, and they've offered me a car to join them. And it's like, you know, come on, I'd rather walk. I'll take the bus. I, I don't need a car. That's a real cheap, a cheap enticement to join organized crime. And um, because most of us know COINTELPRO and the Stasi and and how Hitler worked. The thing to be aware of is your scripture, because if you know the history, it's it's all the same. They were trying to force Jesus to be one of their puppets. The scripture says they were trying to force him to be one of their kings. And this is the same with me. The Bible says it is a curse for a poor person to be wealthy. 
spoken. And because I am a fatherless child, and I'm not particularly, uh, I've never been financially focused. I'm an artistic personality, and, well, anyway. So I'm not financially well-to-do, although I I do have um, my ex-boyfriend who is supporting for the home. And that's also something I'm interested in is helping Tyrone because he's supposedly looking for a home. So I need to talk to somebody about helping him. But um, so because uh, I think I lost my track, because I'm not financially well-to-do, um, I can be manipulated. They can force me because as a, as a poor person I have no support. But um, what they've been trying to make me become is one of their puppets because I, I'm intellectually gifted and because at some point before they brain damaged me, I was I was fairly intelligent. <laughs> right now I'm kind of hanging on. Sometimes I'm there, sometimes I'm not. But um, so when people talk about John McCain, you know, I, I lived in Arizona, and most of us even nationally know that John McCain was a survivor of horrible torture in the war. And so many of us wonder how could he possibly be supporting these wars and the things he supports that are very immoral and damaging to us and of no benefit to anybody except the few that like to divide us, to conquer us. But um, he may be, they may be victimizing him, uh, Yeah, I think he's probably one of the people who is pretty mind-controlled. I don't know, but, you know, the Bible says not to judge, and that means not to be hypercritical. I do not agree with with his position on these these wars and things, but I, I really wonder, because of the nature of his service and what he has endured, if he is corrupt or or if he is forced. And you never really know. I mean, I don't know. So I really... I really wonder about John McCain because he should know as a soldier what these other soldiers endure, and I can't imagine that he has so little compassion. I I just wonder. He could have no compassion for all I know. We were looking at the Pete Santilli show because Derek C. Robinson sent us um, a, an email. or I'm not technically familiar, whatever he sent us on Facebook or something, about... Tyrone being incarcerated in a mental hospital, and so we looked at the Pete Santelli show, and he was talking about uh, John McCain and how they had gone in to 50 people to protest. But um, I, the good news that I want to share with the victims, all you perpetrators out there, I feel like y'all have very damaged self-esteem so that you cling to the power establishment the kindness and love of Christ is so much superior. I hope that you find Christ in your heart, and I pray every day for you all that you don't burn in hell. And I think many people are relying that a prophet is praying for them. Don't turn your back on Christ, because the Bible says Jesus is coming and the wicked will be cut off. And Christina, also the good the good news about my there is good news about my activities, and I do pay. I go to the mental hospital for my activities. Uh, but um, the the good news about what I call these uh, the scalar waves and the whatever frequencies they use when they turn this stuff on us, 
as it moves through your body, it shakes your body. It shakes the bed. It shakes the wall. And the Bible does say at the end times, and we know the end times mean the time that Christ returns is the end of the world uh, as we know it. At the end times, people will be shaken in the night. And so these horrible things that are happening are horrible. But he is coming because it has been prophesied. These things have been predicted. They are in there, and everybody should know their scripture, and they'll know what's happening, even though these are atrocities. But the good news for you all, I do want you to know, in order so that all of us don't sound like isolated nuts, I get out and I stand on the street, I flag down cars, I say, do you know what they have put in the roads? I tell them about scalar weapons as long as they allow me to talk. Now, one of these people was a perpetrator. The animals can indicate. I was just so stunned. I didn't know what to say, so I kind of messed up with him. I should have rebuked him and let him know that murder is a crime, and we are supposed to love each other. And God is real. God is the creator. And we will be looking him in the face. And the thing, Christina, you and I know is that when these people see him, they are going to be so sorry because they will see his greatness. They are going to be so regretful and remorseful just to stand in his holy presence and know what they have been doing. And so I I do pray for their forgiveness. The Bible says that these people will, not necessarily all these people, but some of these types will be the footsteps of the Christians in heaven. Now, I don't want my foot touching these nasty people. I don't want my foot touching them. I don't want anything to do with them. And I don't want somebody on their hands and knees. But I don't want anybody burning in hell. But do know, it is all seen. It is all predicted. It is all known. And they will be dealt with. And so I know we are tempted. I I, I really think many of us feel... Now, these people should just die. I don't believe in torturing them back. Uh, I I don't want to do to them what they have done to us, but I certainly don't want it on me. And I I really do feel that a merciful death is appropriate because these people have no compassion. Mm -hmm. I always ask God to judge them. I say, I cannot judge them, but why are you not judging them? That's what I always ask him. Oh, he's judging them. He's judging them. They'll see him. But the good news is I stop cars. I tell people what's going on. Um, the police harass me and say I'm, go- I'm endangering myself. And, you know, they get the phony baloney complainers that stop. They pretend they want to talk to me, and then they get I'm sure they, I'm sure they get right on the phone and call the police. And she's out with six tails and three heads in traffic, and she's knocking the cars over with her tail, you know, the perpetrator story, the big slander and lies in COINTELPRO. But everybody needs to know there is somebody working for all of us um, because this evil is the way Hitler operated. When you ask, Christina, you want to find the connections between the victims. The way Hitler worked, there is a poem, and, and somebody could probably quote it better than I can, but it says, you know, When he came for the Jehovah's Witness, I said nothing because I was not a Jehovah's Witness. When he came for the Jews, 
I said nothing because I wasn't a Jew. When he came for the homosexuals and the trade labor unionists, I said nothing. The poem goes on and on and names the many people they come for. And when they came for me, the poem says, there was no one left to say anything. They don't pick on anybody specifically. It's people who stand outside of the criminal organization. It is the devil's minions and people who are just not aware of the compassion that we're supposed to have each for each other and the law of Moses that shows us how to love each other. The law is to show us how to behave to each other, to show us how to demonstrate love, not to steal from each other and not to murder from each other. And these wars, now God did prosper Israel. When God called for a war, he would send the Israelis over to um, drive, the quoted, to drive out the false idolaters, and they would triumph and they would gain land. They would have the land and the fruits of the land. So if there is war, it needs to come from God. And, and war is a terrible thing. And if God wants a triumph, it should come from God, not because some of these people want us all attacking each other. I'm just taking a break because I don't want to monopolize the conversation. But I'm out there working. Now I have part of what they do to me to harass me since I came back. I was trying to leave the country to live in Israel, and um, I did not have a visa. I just had my passport. I had assumed I could work on my visa situation in the country. Well, the customs there did not see that. The the embassy here had told me I could I could work on it when I got there, but I, uh, I had problems with customs. So when I was returning from Tel Aviv, um, the former harassment that they started doing to me was to abuse children in my presence uh, on the airplane ret- returning to the country to America. To, it was either LaGuardia or um, the other one. I think JFK is international. It's the International Airport in New York. But they started abusing children on the airplane. And so um, the child was crying, crying, crying. And you could tell it was an act. Any mother knows the tone or somebody with a musical ear. I'm not a mother, but I have a musical ear. And so I was saying, you could hear the child's heart crying out through its voice. And so... I told the stewardess, please check on the child. Well, the stewardess, you know, was busy. The man beside me was also upset. He said he had talked, I shouldn't call him that, the flight attendant. He had talked to her. And so finally, it was so bad, I got up and went to the back of the plane. And the little, little girl, the man was sitting there beside her. She was just sitting there strapped in, and she was, maybe three-ish, four-ish, no no more than that, below four, between two and four. He would take a grape and shove it against her lips. He wasn't trying to put it in her mouth. He was just trying to shove it on her. He was abusing her. And so ever since then, what they'll do if I'm in a restaurant or anywhere I am, uh, they will sell children in my presence. And so what I do with my time is go to the perpetrators, try to speak on behalf of the children. I call Child Protective Services. I call the police. Well, we all know 
They want you to call the police because they know you're the one that's going to get in trouble. They are racketeers. They've been working this stuff since the time of Christ. The book of Isaiah talks about how the wealthy put together plots of land. And the quote is for dishonest gain. It's about control. They want to get rid of competition, which means you and me. Anybody with a clue is a threat. But um, So I spend my time locked up in the mental hospital for going to the homes and the businesses where the child sales are going on. These child sales are indicated by uh, gang colors. Uh, they, could, they don't stand there and say hi. They don't wave a sign that says this child is for sale. They use gang colors. Orange and white is contact color for child prostitution. Uh, and so I go to speak to the perpetrators. I try to speak to the children. I, I, I kind of have been, I have been very slack because I am very tired of being hauled off to the mental hospital. I was in the mental hospital the end of July. Was it August, Kim? August. Anyway, I was in three times within a period of a month. I, I'm truly, truly sick of it. The, and particularly, the, the main problem is the very dangerous toxins that they put in you that they call drugs. They're not drugs. They are poisons. They can give you Parkinson's. They can give you kidney failure, liver failure. Diabetes is a very serious illness. You can lose your legs. Uh, I understand, I believe it can make you lose your vision, but I, I can't quote that. But it's very serious side effects. And this stuff, these guys would never be on it. And if, if they would be on it, they're crazy. These doctors are crazier than the patients. And I do also want to tell everybody that when I am in the hospital, sometimes and not all the times, because I do have a limit as to what I can emotionally bear, I stand in these lecture halls when they make us go to group. I tell everybody that they have put scalar weapons in the roads, and the cell towers are the same. There's surveillance capacity. They are weaponized and also the satellites. They attack animals. They attack plants because they can pick up the resonating frequencies. They know if these plants and animals love the creator, even the insects, many of them love the creator, and they are also being targeted even the mosquitoes are wanting clothes, clothes to protect from these frequencies. It is pitiful. It is, it is heart-wrenching. And I'm glad that, that many of our victims have compassion, and that's why we are being picked on, because we have love. Uh, God bless us all. Stay off the dope, because it interferes with the function of your heart. Jesus said he will speak to us through our hearts, and that is what compassion is. That is love of each other because Jesus said, if you love me, feed my sheep. He wants us to love each other the way he loves us. And so um, when I'm in these mental hospitals, I I speak in the lecture halls. Uh, when, when they shut me down and escort me out of the room, I write it down on paper because some of the patients will come to me. These people have family on the outside. They'll get on the phone and say to their boyfriends, because many of the wards are um, segregated by gender, they're just women, but when we go to groups, there are men present. So some people don't want to hear it. I get shouted down. I get escorted out. I maybe could bear a little more and do a little more, and I know Jesus is mad at me for not doing more because of the children involved and the animals also. The same way they abuse children, they will abuse animals. 
in gang signage to sell a child is the same as selling selling an animal for rape. And and I won't even go into what it's worth. It's just all bad. But um, I I go in the lectures. I talk to the doctors. I know I sound crazy, and I'm going to tell you that I don't care because as long as this stuff stays hidden, nothing's going to happen. So I am a watchman. A watchman is a watcher on the wall. The the watchmen in the Bible are supposed to stand on the walls around the city and watch for the trouble and tell the citizens. And so, yes, I am continually locked up. Uh, I'm continually having my body damaged by this dope that they put into us. And, um, well, I'm out now, and I have not done my job completely because I'm tired of going to the homes of these perpetrators and knocking on the doors on behalf of the kids. These are demonically, satanically, richly abused children. They sexually abuse them, and then they'll run these electronics through their brains. Once they run these frequencies through their brains, many times they can't remember. They get amnesia to their child abuse. But there are people speaking for us. I speak. I Hello. Hard. I'll let you go. I'll go and I'll let you speak. Uh, has anyone heard what has happened to Amy Fletcher? She is in a mental hospital, and I'd like to know what kind of news anyone might have on her well-being, contacts, or the rest of it. Is that the Amy from San Diego? Um, Amy Fletcher, I just got an email in from Katie in Massachusetts. I think it's Martell. I think it's Amy Martell. No, Fletcher. No, I thought that was the name of the hospital. I talked to Katie earlier today. You you could be correct, but I thought... It's an 810 number, uh, the mm-hmm. area code is That's 810. right. She's in Vermont. Okay, does anyone have any word on her well-being? So the one in San Diego is all, all right? Apparently. We haven't heard anything about her. Okay, thanks. Let me get the information that I got from Katie Ryan. Yeah, um, Sheila, could you give them the phone number? Yeah, I'm looking for it right now, Joanne. Just a minute here. Yeah, I tried calling a little while ago, but I think it's... Okay, here it is. Talk is too late. Yeah. Um, all right, I have this. Katie Ryan from Massachusetts, Vermont. Amy Martell is what I have. And the hospital is Fletcher Ellen uh, Medical Center, and the number is 802-847-4946. And this is the, we'll go directly to the nurse's station on the floor where she's uh, being held. Could I repeat that number back to you? Sure, go ahead. Okay, 802-849. No, 847. I'm sorry. Eight four seven four nine four six. That's it. You've got Very it. Good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I have. I don't have any further information. Oh, she's in the first three-day hold. I think so. Mm-hmm. But they still have phones going in, or you can call in. I know. Yeah, Katie's trying to support her rights. Yeah. To uh, contact with the outside. I think it's important that the the TIs call and say that she is a stable person. She's uh, 
a person of integrity. She functions, um, you know, not don't get too personal. And um, leave your name if, if they ask. This, this is what I did earlier today. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> I hope you can hear me. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay, thank you. This is what they did for me a few months ago, and it it did work. The, the phone calls. So, are we clear on her last name? Yes, it's Martell. Okay, Martell. Could you repeat that number? It was one eight zero two. Yeah, just just a second here. Let me get it. I'm sorry. Eight zero two eight four seven seven four nine four six. Thank you. I'm sorry. Okay. And what is your name? My name is Annette Roll. I'm sorry I didn't prep. Oh, hi. I'm I'm Sheila Epstein. I really appreciated what you said. It's it's right 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 on the money, right on the track. I'm glad. Well, you know, we can only do what we can do, and and people need to know if you don't have time to put together publication, wherever you are, if you're sitting in public, people kind of will give you the cold shoulder, but you have said Mm -hmm. it. You have done your job. You have told the truth. Let the Holy Spirit guide us and pray to God for guidance in whatever we do. So I thank you for your positive feedback. Uh, the other, the other um, question, I think Katie's going to have a meeting tomorrow. At least there's another email I haven't read yet on um, getting her out. But the other question I had is, is there any report from the Human Rights Commission of yesterday, Wednesday. Does anyone have any news about the discussion, the agenda, anything that happened? I did sign the petition that was um, going there. Mm -hmm. I think they signed my name, too. I I haven't heard anything. Now, the Florida group has contacted the um, Surgeon General in Tallahassee for the state of Florida. And we're getting very good responses. In fact, we have set up a meeting uh, for some time next week. I spoke to the representative today, uh, Dr. Armstrong, who is the Surgeon General, obviously has given his aide permission to talk to us. So, so far, we're, we're getting the message out, and we have been pretty successful. But I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I will certainly keep all of you uh, assessed of the situation. Why why is she in this institution? Did somebody grab her or commit her or make I a call no de- on her? No details. I think it was the family. This is what I was told, but I, I don't have oh. any details either. Hmm. Just the email, please call. So I would like to thank Elvira. My understanding from the uh, emails or whatever contact I'm receiving, I I get my messages secondhand because I'm not a computer person. But my understanding is that um, Elvira was instrumental in having everybody call for one young lady and having her released. And I would like to, I don't know if Elvira's listening, but I would like to personally say that was very inspiring and I'm very grateful and, um, she, works, she works very hard behind the scenes. I think you might be referring to my situation. I was, oh, was Baker. That you? Oh, it was God a few months ago you. here in here in Palm, West Palm Beach. Well, I haven't been. Um, I got so sick of the perpetrators that sit on this line and handle people and mm-hmm. misdirect people. 
uh, I know I hear the true victims on there, so I'm calling just to talk to the victims. Can you look? Yeah, so no news from the um, Presidential Committee on Ethics? Nothing. Huh. How typical. Huh. Well, the Thank whistle- you. whistleblowers got uh, some some kind of a lawsuit in. Um, Benny and and uh, who's those other two or three? And so they put in a hundred million dollar lawsuit for abuse and covert harassment too. So. Yeah, really? I'm part of the group that's working with that. So. Whoa! When did that happen? When when was the lot? Uh, uh, you will have to speak to Katie in Massachusetts. I'll put it on and get all of the details of that. Very cool. Wow. She's the major go-between. Whoa. The harassment has intensified. This is what I'm hearing from the TIs. From every I'm not person. surprised. Yeah. Another satellite was launched on August 31st from Cape Canaveral. And this one is supposed to uh, improve the military and the civilian covert communications operations. All over the world. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that, that answers it. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, I think we kind of have uh, gotten up to date Wait. on the improvements. It's only the bad ones that blow up, huh? I mean, the good the good bad ones get into orbit. Isn't that amazing? And the ones that are really out to we protect can always are the ones for that meteor. are blown up. Seriously, you know, either an enormous solar flare or a very surgical meteor. We don't want the world out of touch, but um, anything involved with this. How about an ICBM? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm going to be very high on the list after that comment. I'm being facetious. I'm I'm Um, just tired of all this. Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard all your messages of forgiveness. There is no way on God's green earth I will ever forgive these people. Once they put a gun in their mouth and pull the trigger, then I will consider their debt to be paid to us. Not before then. Well said. Well said, Judge. I would like to say something spiritually inspiring. But I'll be lying. The way I feel is the way I feel. They owe us the deaths which have happened. They owe us the lives which have been destroyed. They owe us a tremendous amount for the evil that they have perpetrated. And I figure, like, once they perform that act, I'm willing to drop it against them. Huh. Um, I'll figure their debt is paid.
you put a damper on everything? Well, they seem to be running a large war, you know, economic war, like this <clears throat> this Beijing Harbor, whatever that was that blew up, what, 200 acres and, you know, of, uh, you know. Yeah, the harbor up by Beijing? Huh? Just to the south of Beijing. Right. Yeah, the Tianjin, Tianjin port. I guess it's where the containers go come into uh um the west coast and uh the container uh uh yeah it it seems well, to be the a, economy still isn't straightened out, Ron. Yeah, There's, it happened um, just right after the devaluation of the yen. The yeah, the Juan three days after is um the Juan has been devalued. But they're not being um, open or clear about the economic growth or slowdown in China. And this has left an enormous amount of uncertainty in the rest of other markets. Everything's calmed down, but nothing's really sprung back the way it's supposed to because of the uncertainty. There's a lot of, like, the day will start out, like, up 200 and then, like today, it will suddenly slow down to almost nothing. It's a lot of profit taking. Um, I think it's going to be uncertain for a while, except for the basics here in the United States. Um, yeah, they, you know, supposedly Texas, the gold is going to be. Um, they're trying to get their gold back from New York and Texas, and they're threatening them with the Jade Helm 16. You know, they're well, gonna... gold isn't gold is not a harbor right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's dropped uh, over the over the past week during all of this um, um, nonsense that's been happening. Gold will not be a safe harbor. Only commodities, land, real estate, things you can put your hands on. Um, but the currencies themselves and the value of the gold and silver itself will be very much up in the air. Scott, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Hi. and it says I am unmuted. Yes, you are. Hi, everybody. This is Amy from Southern Cal. Hi, Amy. I've got a guest speaker that I promised you I would. Um, unfortunately, we talked a lot about police codes and books to buy and to find out things and buy a scan um, to find out their whereabouts and all this other stuff. His name is Scott, and he owns a shop. It's called, what is it again, called again, Scott? Uh, it's called Spy Guys, and I don't actually own it. I've just worked there for the past five years. www.gotcha something? Gotcha Spy is the website. Spy Guys is the store. Okay, so it's in Westminster, which is in the northern part of Orange County. He's very knowledgeable about computers. He has friends in the police department that are not dirty cops that know about other dirty cops um, with L.A., uh, with uh, San Diego, with other parts. But 
thank God, you know, he's got some integrity and he gets to sleep at night, you know, peacefully. So I'm grateful to Scott. So say hi to everybody, uh, Scott. Hello, everybody. Can anyone hear me? I'm the only one that seems to be responding at the moment. Okay. Uh, you can still hear me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, can anyone hear me? Hello? A bunch of us were, were muted. So it was okay. only you I'm two sorry. on stage for that one. Probably, probably because I asked Derek um, I said I have a very important guest speaker, um, as I promised I would. Um, I took too much of his time talking about police codes, how to look up, how to get a scanner, how to find out their codes, what's legal, what's not. Um, he is so proficient. He has good friends that were in the sheriff's department, but because it got so corrupt, um, he has integrity enough to get out and do things that will really help the community. So I'm grateful to Scott, and I'm grateful to um, to the other person, whatever his name is, that he's um, definitely going to have a seat in heaven for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So God bless them both. Um, so Scott, um, you said your your store is in Westminster, North yeah. uh, Orange County. It sounds like everybody's muted, gotcha? but they can still hear us. Yeah, they can. Okay. Um, so well, it's called Gotcha. Go- let me go gotcha. ahead and say a couple of things real quick. My name's sure. Scott, and I work at a uh, place in Westminster, California called Spy Guys, or we have a website called Gotcha Spy. That's G-O-T-C-H-A-S-P-Y, gotchaspy.com. We sell all kinds of surveillance equipment, miniature hidden recording devices. We also have counter surveillance devices, things to find hidden cameras, hidden microphones, GPS tracking devices. EMS, um, and, right? EMS. Yes, Neither. that as well. Radiation. Uh, most of the things we uh, search for are the RF, the radio frequencies that things broadcast on. Uh, GPS is broadcast on a phone SIM card over the internet and post your information on a website for somebody else to review later. And they can do so from anywhere in the world that there's a phone connection. By, by landline or by air? By landline or air, that's correct. Some of these work on satellites. Some of them work on just a phone SIM card. But it's 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 less likely and harder for them to do landlines. It's more work, right? Uh, actually, it's less likely for them to be satellite. That's more expensive. It's more likely they'll have a phone SIM card in these devices that translate the information. Well, I mean, if it's not a cell phone you're using, if you're using a hard line, it's much more difficult and less likely that they would uh, be able to capture as opposed to a cell phone. That's correct, but it's more likely, it's more popular that our people are using the GSM, the phone cards. Right, so anything close to the air, not good. Wi-Fi, not good. Right, Wi-Fi. and of course, anybody, GPS any criminal tra- can get your stuff. Right, and of course, a GPS tracking device can't have a hard line. It's got to be wireless. Got it. But anything in your house can be connected up either to the phone line or to the internet connection or use its own private GSM card on its own. Now, if it's localized, they could use a Wi-Fi connection to your neighbor's house or something. That's good for up to 300 feet away. Yeah, everybody and their brother can hear you. 
So he's, he's got this cool thing that I can't wait to buy. Um, it's called a button. Because it's a button camera been, kit. So all of us who have been um, unfortunately attacked uh, by the powers that be since they have to write all kinds of tickets to pay for their salary because they put all the money into FEMA and took away from police departments, fire departments, and health and human services and everything else. So the button looks like a regular button. If they see you, that's why they've been paranoid. They see you as something near on your rearview mirror or near your rearview mirror, they're going to take you away from that because they don't want to be recorded. And it only records what's in front. It doesn't record on the side, the back, whatever. So I recommend everybody look into his site. Um, you know, maybe your area, wherever you are, uh, has spy shops and this bat. It looks just like a regular button, just like everybody in government. When you see them, they have a flag. That's a camera, a flag that they wear. It's not because they're patriotic. It's, it's a camera. So um, this button looks just like a regular button. This will protect you. You will be wearing wires. Uh, hopefully you can find a way to, I don't know, um, cover them up somehow. They can be hidden under shirt and garments or in purses or backpacks. There's a lot of ways to hide these things. Hey, and anybody that's out there, if they want, they can take down my telephone number, 714-891-9600. I can be contacted directly Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 6. And I'll be happy to answer any questions I can about any topics I'm aware of. Would you repeat the telephone number? Repeat your phone number? Certainly can. That's 714-891-9600. Thank you. 714-891-9600. And that would be Spy Guys in Westminster, California, or Gotcha Spy on the website. Some of the things I think this community would be most interested in is ways to find the bugs and stuff that have been left behind. Uh, Lens detectors find cameras that are working or not, wired or wireless. They'll help you point out where all the cameras are hidden. RF detectors track down anything with a radio frequency, wireless microphones, wireless cameras, GPS tracking devices all broadcast an RF signal. Therefore, they can be found with an RF detector. We've got other things that find these bugs too, but they're kind of pricey. A spectrum analyzer looks for energy signals. Even those as small as a magnetic head on a reel-to-reel tape recorder can be found with a spectrum analyzer. Wow, how much is that? Uh, spectrum analyzers go from about $2,000 on up. Our private investigator carries one that goes for $8,000. Is there any there's that a, rent stuff like this out or no? Uh, as far as rental, as far as I know, no. As We sell them, but we don't carry the expensive ones. What about night vision? Uh, night, night vision, the only night vision we carry is uh, RF uh, or infrared on our cameras for the home security systems and stuff. Um, Infrared is basically for military and police use, and since we're a legitimate business, we can't be selling stuff like that. (laughs) I see. Okay. Well, I know in the military shops near me, you can get infrared uh, binoculars and things like that. With a military ID. Right. I have a military ID. Right. Civilians can't have these, and this is a civilian shop, so we don't sell them. Okay. May I ask a question, please? Certainly. Uh, Robert, do any of your detection... 
um, it's devices tough. or equipment pick up tagants, bioreactive tagants. Yeah, Negative. I don't have yeah. anything that receives signals on that low of a frequency. So that would be the extra low frequency. Exactly. Anything below the 1.2 megahertz range. Okay. Everything above 1.2 megahertz is for civilian use. Below that, it's for military and police use. Okay. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Is there's uh, magnetrons or something in ceilings of stores? You know, stores are taking part in our targeting, and you know, from the top, mm -hmm. from the ceiling. Right. And they lose, use those to look through your purses and pockets and stuff. No, they use yeah, but they have uh, a rheostat that they can burn you and cause scabbing on your head and your ears. And uh, I knew one, you know, store health food store in my town that has been doing it to me for ten, twenty years now. And uh, yeah. And I uh, if they're a, set up improperly, they can do damage. Oh, yeah. These guys are out there. You know, they're on another planet entirely. They're on kill, you know, planet kill, you know. So. Sir, tell, them really... about, tell, them, tell them about your story, Scott, about the, uh, the not Well, it would be interesting so if you could uh, take a spectrum analyzer to the next FFCH meeting on Beach mm -hmm. Boulevard down by uh, the Mother's Plaza. We'll be there. Well, I shouldn't announce it, but... It's you know, hundred dollars. It's just a mile or two down, you know, and just to mm -hmm. check the ceiling because they'll yeah, probably. Robert, what are you, what are your feelings no, his name about Scott. what's happening His name is to Scott. People? His name is Scott. Oh, I'm sorry. Please. Oh, that question was for me. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I'm sorry, I just, you know, if you can do magnetrons like microwave ovens, because what they're doing, they're they're burning people in small. Uh, medical offices with, you know, it's like, you know, they're Holocaust rooms where they uh, actually burn people from every side. There's a Holocaust going on in, me in the medical oh, yeah. field with, with uh, people coming in and setting up weaponry and acting like, you know, posing as doctors, people posing as FBI agents that are involved in this. So, you know, yeah, tell them about your story about the uh, agents uh, outside yeah, your doorstep. Yeah, my medical time. visits are all burn operations with with uh, um, oh operators. Some of them use their own medical people. Some pose as medical people, and they're mm -hmm. they're burning people from you know stuff in the wall, stuff, uh, fake exam tables, which are ion beds. Um, X-ray heads under the feet, X-ray heads under the feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is all going on in this almost everywhere. It went on in Fayetteville, Tennessee in 1980. You know, it's their FBI agents who run kill, uh, you know, uh, cripple operations. They, crip they crippled my parents. They crippled people all around me, gave them Parkinson, especially in oh Newport, you know, in Orange County is is just full of it, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of black house people I Yeah, met. there's a guy named Hanson that runs a laser dentist office. They burnt me in there. They ran an operation back at Fountain Valley. Right in, you know, they take all the patients out. They run an operation. Uh, Hello? Can we get back to Scott? Oh, well, I'm just saying, that's in his neck of the woods where, where they're holocausting people. Well, you're, John, you're, are you in L.A. or are you Orange County? 
Uh, uh, Scott, I'm here, and I'm in Orange County. Oh, Don. I work at Riverside. No, no, Don. He's about Don, a mile gonna... where the FFCH have a meeting uh, coming up in a month or so, and we're all going to get together. Maybe he could bring his equipment down there to the people. Don, Don. Don, can I ask you, what part of California? Are you L.A. or? Um, Riverside County. Okay. So, yeah, that's where... I might. I've just heard horrible things. Out of uh, there. It is possible that I could show up at next week's meeting, but I probably wouldn't be able to bring some of the advanced stuff. We don't carry them in our store because they're so expensive. We order them for people when they want them. I could bring some of the lower end stuff, no problem. Yeah, and just do the do the walls and and the ceiling real quick because uh, it's my contention that that a lot of these buildings are being equipped to target people specifically. Um, with facial or whatever sa- satellite, and then then uh, then the weaponry seems to be in the ceiling. Well, if they're mm-hmm. doing that, then it's a, that's a lawsuit against all these department stores and everything. But let's get back to Scott since he's our speaker right now. We're trying to get all the information. Yeah, everybody and, take a uh, turn, <laughs> and I'll I'll stay silent. I've only got about another ten minutes, or a little bit less than that, actually. But uh, any questions out there? All right, Scott? Yes. Okay. Uh, you, do you have anything to say about what he was saying? If not, then continue where you were on the well, meters. And uh, um, Not much. I'm not very familiar with that technology being used. Most of the stuff I've been uh, up against has been sonic, which means they're sending out sound waves that are in frequencies that can't be heard by anything but a dog. However, they still play upon your soul. They cause you to be confused, upset, nervous, uh, uh, worrying about people looking at you and following you around, it makes you uh, basically just very nervous. They also have the capability of really ticking you off and getting you mad with these things or giving you headaches, even causing bloody noses and stuff with sonic waves. Now, that's just a sound wave that's being broadcast in your direction. So I've heard of that being done. I've also had people that have gone into people's homes and knocked them out by putting gas into their home, and they all go to sleep. They can't wake up. During this time, they can be blood sampled. They can have cameras and microphones installed to their, in their house, and they leave, and you never wake up during that time. Well, uh, you're talking about the chemicals with the gases. Is, yes. Is there, uh, de- are there detectors that can detect such things like chemicals or gases if you get close to them? I haven't found a device that can detect the chemicals, but I have had a lot of customers that have made reference to a sweet smell like almonds in the air afterwards and waking up with a giant headache that just won't go away for hours. But the biggest thing I've had is them trying not being able to wake up. And then when they do wake up, they've got a smell of almonds in the house, a sweet smell of almonds. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I do know you can do the from, sleep uh, wave Texas, on so you, and you can be there. watching TV or driving, and it will flat put you to sleep with the sleep wave, however that's done. Yeah, and the military has worked on ones for many years that try and cause different things like uh, sickness, nausea, and actually violent waves where they actually start fighting each other before we attack them. <laughs> Okay, uh, if if you would, I would you to go to, to YouTube and look up uh, Roger Tosis, T-O-L-C-E-S, and he has a video uh, under uh, Spectrum Analyzer, 
and uh, he has a sixty thousand dollar spectrum analyzer he claims to have, and it's military grade surplus. Yep. Where he got it, I don't know, but that's what he paid for it sixty thousand dollars. And he yeah. said that they built this spectrum analyzer to detect when the weapons are being discharged. You know, they needed, oh, wow. they needed to know when the wep- if the weapons were working. So this spectrum analyzer, when it's showing the weaponry hitting, there was in a conference room somewhere and everybody was targeted. And that machine showed uh, that it would hit, jump, run to another frequency, hit all within seconds, millimeters, seconds, that it was so fast that there was no, he said that there was nothing up to today that could keep up with this type of targeting. So if you if you I, check never that, that video, that give you a good idea of what he's saying and what we're going through. Yeah, the spectrum analyzers we sell start off at about two thousand. The one my private investigator carries goes for eight thousand, and basically it can detect any energy signal within five hundred feet of where he's standing. He can tell what frequency it's on, and that lets him know what kind of an energy signal. A magnetic head on a reel-to-reel tape recorder, a 9-volt battery, a watch battery, a 12-volt car battery, they all have different signatures. And when he, look, when he does a scan with a spectrum analyzer, he looks at your car, he sees a 12-volt or signal in your car, it's not a big deal. But if you've got a 9-volt coming from your rear tail light, there's something in there. Oh. Yeah, and then there's also another device oh. called a nonlinear junction device. And they turn these things on even if they're turned off. So if you've got a, a GPS tracking device in your car and it only broadcasts every hour, you'd be standing there for an hour waiting for it to broadcast again so you can find it. With a nonlinear junction device, he can turn it on. That unit will broadcast immediately, and he can find it right then. Yeah, a jumper, yeah. Do, do you have uh, anything, any kind of a detectors? that would possibly find the chips? That's exactly what I was going to ask. That was one of the first questions. We don't have anything that will detect that low of a frequency. Those frequencies are below the 1.2 megahertz range, and that's uh, devoted towards military and police use. Well, I think they're sending and receiving through the chip, so it's not a transmitter. or that that people promise um, that they can scan your body to find anything? Do you know of any, Scott, um, that do that? No, I don't. I haven't seen any that scan on that low of a frequency. Everything I sell scans between 6 megahertz and 6 gigahertz, which is all legal for civilian use. We're not allowed to scan and look for frequencies in the military or police range. Now, that's not to say that technology isn't there. It's civilians. just not allowed for me to do it. civilians on this line. Um, one or two, maybe military, but all civilians. Okay. And, and okay. all innocent I have a question for you, uh, but if I may, I have a question for you. Um, Certainly. You mentioned something um, earlier about sonic um, detectors. Yeah. So, um, so you're able to pick up uh, um, sound waves that, uh, once again, could you um, tell me what exactly the sound waves do? Well, they can do a number of different things. Sound waves can make you sick to your stomach and just start getting you nauseous like your car sick. The police Look use the that for project. crowd control. H-A-A-R-P. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, how common um, are these um, these sonic... Um, uh, the sonic guess, is uh, a lot more common than people like to believe. The police use them in oh. their vehicles right now for crowd control. They pull up, okay. point the car towards you, hit a button, and the whole crowd starts getting car sick, even though they're so just you, standing on a curb. 
So are you saying that uh, they're used mostly by the police, or, or would civilians be using these devices? Uh, civilians use it for practical jokes and novelties, to make people sick or to have little noises in the background making noise that, you know, can you hear me now in the background and you can't find the thing. But it's making sound at your house at 2 a.m. in the morning and you know somebody's talking. It's just okay, a little electronic right. well, device is, that's harassing you. Okay, that is excellent because we have a number of devices that pick up radio frequencies, but mm -hmm. um, I wasn't aware of sonic um, frequency detectors, so that's going to be important. And what is the price range for those? Uh, actually, I don't carry the sonic ones, but they are available. I would have to search the Internet to price that. Like okay. I said, that's in a frequency that's lower than what we deal with in our store. I see. But I know it's out there. Just because we don't deal with it in our store doesn't mean it doesn't exist. <laughs> We're kind of limited in what we use. Scott, can I ask, do you um, have any recommendations of any um, uh, shops like yourself in the L.A. County area? Uh, frankly, no. Uh, there used to be six different shops two years ago, but they all went out of business. As far as I know, in the Orange County area, we're the only one. There's one more in the L.A. area, which is in Hollywood, I understand, and it's primarily a skateboard shop or a paintball store. But they have one or two shelves of uh, spy gear. That's about it. The big No, I don't, but I can find that out for you. And the other one is they've got a huge store, a Spy Guys store in uh, uh, Las Vegas. Oh, interesting. But as far as oh, I know, right. we're the biggest one next to Las Vegas. Hey, guys, I wish I had more time, but I'm a few minutes late already. I'll be happy to jump on this line a couple more times. And once again, my telephone number is 714-891-9600. Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 6, I'm available at work to answer any questions. And it's com. That's correct, and that's gotcha spy, G-O-T-C-H-A-S-P-Y.com. Hey, you guys have a wonderful night. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you so much. You've been giving us a wealth of information, and um, we'll be sending a lot of money your way because of the fact, not we as far as the organization, but other military agencies, semi-military, um, military people who were wronged um, that will uh, be sponsoring and, and buying a lot of equipment from you. So thank well, you. Well, it's so amazing how many people think expertise. that none of this stuff exists and that we're crazy is all good out. But the fact of the matter is this stuff really is there and it's really happening. You we're guys have a great night. San Diego, do you know if there's any that you can recommend there? Because I know there is. No, but I can do some research and find some other places for you guys. Thanks again. Good night. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Scott. So uh, um, he is a great resource, and he's got a little tiny store, um, but he's got a lot of punch. He works with um, the person that was there with him is his roommate. Um, he actually worked for the police department. And it got so corrupt in L.A. He or Orange County, wherever he was, he got out. And instead, now he's doing stuff for people on their computers that have malware and all kinds of scams and hacks. Um, so he puts his, you know, to good use. He puts his, you know, he has integrity as does Scott. I mean, he's he's never been in the military, but he has so much. They're afraid of him. 
Um, they parked outside his house for weeks. And like I said, um, these Intel people, he comes out there and says, uh, I saw you sitting out my house there right in front of my house for weeks. Um, would you like to come in? And they're like, oh, no, you're not even supposed to know we're here. He never saw them again. So they know he's dangerous. They know that they that he can take them down and he can actually frame them uh, for many things. Um, he's not the kind of person that would normally do that unless he was antagonized. But, you know, it, it's all about survival and the knowledge is power. So, um, you know, I will share what I what little I know um, and resources that I know um, because that's what we do. We we know that this wasn't a rogue nation during World War One and World War Two in Korea, but it has gotten progressively worse, and the abuses of power will not go unchecked. As long Amy, as we're thank in. you. Well, no, thank you, um, because like I said, we'll bring them on again. And um, I'm going to see if possibly, if there's going to be a meeting, um, which I asked Sarah. Yeah, uh, Amy, uh, bring him on when uh, he can spend uh, some time with us. Maybe, uh, yeah, he has very little time because what, what he either does with his uh, sheriff roommate or ex-sheriff roommate is he also um, fixes spyware and computers and things like that and finds things. He's so knowledgeable. He's been in 20 years in the business. And, you know, family owned, I thought he owned it, but he, he he's one of two people that works there. And they are, have a constant, steady flow of people coming in there, having similar situations to ours. So we're not alone. And I, I will give my life for all of you if, if that's what it means. Because then I don't have to deal with all this BS anymore and all these criminals um, that are doing what they're doing, playing these games of sex. My phone was hacked last night when I was on the line. Right after I got off the line, um, my phone started blinking, and it said um, downloading something. So I immediately called the phone company. I said, shut it off. Shut it off. Um, I don't know how they got that information um, or how they did that, but I said, uh, I know the phone that I'm on. Right now, I'm going to have to get another phone because I know they've hacked this phone that I'm on now, um, which have two phone numbers on it. <laughs> um, so I know a little bit about high tech. I know a little bit about the, um, the cell phone industry and the online industry since I was in it for 10 years after I got the military. Um, but that's, it's not about me talking about my problems or my issues. It's about sharing information and um, trying to just be good citizens and trying to not instill violence as much as I wanted to last night. Everybody heard how, how, well, how what crazy was his, to oh, What was his web address again and his phone it's, number? It's www.gotcha, uh, G-O-T-C-H, spy, S-P-Y. G is in God. Um, so, yeah, G is in God, O is in Oscar, C is in Charlie, T is in Tango, C is in Charlie, uh, H is in Hotel, A is in Alpha, and then Spy, Sierra, um, Papa, uh, Yankee, dot com, gotcha, spy dot com. Um, and let me just 
get his phone number because that was his home number we were on, and I can't give that out. Uh, one minute. I'm going to actually get into private investigating myself. Um, I'm going to start. I'll just look it up on the web. Let's see. Hold on. I think he said it was Tuesday. Yeah, he's he's off on Sunday and Monday. So he's Tuesday through uh, Saturday uh, from 9 or 10 to 6. In Westminster, his number is 714-899-1155. Aaron Hayes just made a change to that, man. I'm sorry, what? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. I thought I, I thought I was muted out. I'm sorry. I I was sitting here talking uh, to uh, my roommate in the hospital. I thought I was muted out. I apologize. I didn't oh, mean to interrupt y'all. I didn't. I, I no. no problem. You're in the hospital? Yes, ma'am. I was uh, run off oh, the... Uh, are, you, are you the Tyrone guy that everybody's been looking to get you out? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Not that type of hospital. No, 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 no. I am uh, uh, in a... Uh, uh, a regular hospital, I was in a car accident. Had a gentleman okay. run me off the road and uh, went oh into God. some pine trees, and uh, uh, the guy took off and left me there. And uh, I uh, broke uh, my ankle and my shin, and wow. it came uh, completely out of my uh, uh, skin and uh I've been going through a lot and uh, stuff like that. I'm in Alabama. My name is Michael. Hi, Michael. Yeah, my girlfriend's from Montgomery, Alabama. I I love Alabama, Tennessee people, um, you know, South Carolina, North Carolina. I was thinking about moving down that way, but there's just too much um, uh, KKK, um, uh, what do you call them? Um, uh, yeah, there's too many of, of them, and and that literally scares me to death. And that's why well, well, here, here in Birmingham, everything. here in Birmingham, it's it, it, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not. Uh, I mean, the, I came from a town like that, and I don't ever want to be in a town like that. That's yeah, back in the days. Yeah, they're just ignorant. They don't know what they don't know. And I pray for them, but, you know, they'll never know until they leave the country, leave the state, um, and they have. And I've been to several countries, several states, and I couldn't wait till I could, you know, have friends that talk different languages and brought me into their culture. It was a privilege, both in the phone companies and um, and otherwise, in the military, um, I feel privileged because I don't like white bread, plain white bread. I don't like a plain salad. I like everything in my salad. That's what makes life fruitful and interesting 
and intriguing. I love every kind of food um, that's exotic, whether it's Indian food, whether it's, um, I don't like French food, uh, you know, whether it's Indonesian, Thai, I love Thai food. Um, I could go on and on about food, but <laughs> I'm a foodie. Anyway, so um, everybody, I'll, I'll just listen in. I, I won't talk, so if you have any questions, just I'm going to listen in. Uh, when you were in the military, uh, uh, did, uh, did you uh, see any of uh, this type of uh, psychotronic warfare? You know what? Funny you ask that. Of all the times, okay, I served in three war campaigns from 85 to 04. 85 to 89, I served active duty. My first duty station was RAF Bentwaters, England. I was at a TAC fighter base, A-10 TAC fighter base in 85. And we, in 86, bombed Libya. We were told that we saw Gaddafi. We were lied to for 20 years. My fiance yeah. was one of the ten, one of the fighter pilots doing the bombing, and we lost one of our F-111 pilots. They never found his body. They never found his jet, and I knew him through my boyfriend. Um, so there's been so many cover-ups, and I, I, 19 years in, you think I would have been smart to figure it out, but I, I didn't grow up around any military bases. I knew nothing about the military. Everybody told me I'd never make it because I'm too stubborn with Italian temper and too, um, er, too, too girly, too stubborn. And they were right. It, it presented, it set a problem, but thank God I didn't go in. I was 18. I was 23. I hated cosmetology because there's no money in it. I worked five jobs and 50 below zero weather. I walked to my jobs because there's no buses in the little town of Green Bay, Wisconsin, when I moved from Michigan, um, I, I just couldn't get away fast enough. So um, all I can tell you is I didn't know until 2003. When they called me uh, up for this last war, I said, I'm going to clean house, even if it means them cutting off my head or sending me to Leavenworth, throwing away the key. I expect that's probably what, what's going to happen. I'll deal with it. I'll take it. I'll feel good at least. I had a good life, God allowed me to have a good good jobs after I got out that I worked, you know, 10, 14, 12, 12, 15 hour days in the military and outside the military. Uh, since I was single, I didn't want to end up like my mom, an alcoholic um, and a pity party. Uh, and so that's what I, I worked since I was seven, so 40 years. Um, and then 2003, God put it on my heart, you need to start looking up. All, what I did is looked up all government experiments, past, present, and future, biological, technological, and other. The other is satanic practice, satanic um, ceremonies, um, and Scientology is funding them and all these sports figures and killing them and all these entertainment, entertainers killing them because they owe money, and this is what's going on. It is, is combined with science and uh, demonic. Um, I can tell you a couple of sites to look up so that you can actually confirm this. Oh, I, one, I, one I, 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 I
um, was a lost civilization, just like the Mayans. They turned, they did an experiment, they turned these orphans out of New York in Brooklyn, uh, half human, half beast, half animal, and with hmm. supernatural powers. This is a fact. Uh, it was, there was a movie about it. I don't remember the name of the movie, but they took 22 little orphans out of this orphanage, and it was a Catholic, it was called St. Mary's Orphanage. Um, yeah. the, the nun was very reluctant to do that, to let them go. She didn't know. She didn't have a clue. You know, she thought that they were going to be helped. But they took them and they they uh, put them in a coma-like state, hooked up these things to their head, um, and they, the scientist said, now I want you to open the door with your mind. It's like they're in a hypnotic state, like subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're not awake, but they're not, you know, fully asleep in the REM yet. So they actually did open the door with their mind, six of them. But right after that, they died. Their brain couldn't handle it. Um, and they were just little. Um, that was one of them. And that actually, that, that, no, I'm sorry, that one happened. Look up Camden, New Jersey, 2008 experiment. Dang, I haven't even been on which, Camden. Which were done supernaturally. With your mind, you can actually affect things. Anyone can, if you know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to know how to do it. But your mind, your mind is the most powerful thing, and your heart, and you can do good things, or you can do bad things. Yeah. So it was a Camden, New Jersey... Camden, New Jersey um, radio host that people, these young kids would call in and say that the shadow is called shadow people. And the shadow people, which what you guys were talking about, the shadow people were demonic spirits. And as soon as they'd see these shadows, um, they would be paralyzed. They couldn't move. It's like they were drugged. They couldn't move. They couldn't close their eyes, nothing, and then they were killed by these demonic spirits. And I don't understand, you know, I know there's a lot of bad history uh, throughout the world, throughout different countries, states, but New Jersey, um, yeah, it happened in 2008, the guy committed suicide in 2010. He was a radio host. I think his his name was Kent. Camden Field or something like that, but look up Camden, uh, New Jersey, shadow people uh, experiment or incident, um, and then witchcraft was brought over from England uh, to Massachusetts, so it's still big there. Uh, a lot of the lesbian population are into that. I had a roommate that was into that. I found the spell book with all kinds of spells, ordering this stuff. To how to do satanic rituals and kill people and sacrifice people and buy all this demonic stuff to wear, but but I want to focus on the good more than the bad. Um, my my uh, my thing is I want to just get the information out so that you're not shocked when it happens. You're prepared spiritually, especially spiritually, stay grounded. 
You don't have to go to church. Just be around like-minded people. And if prayer does work, you can use the devil, but it has to be done on a regular basis. Just by your words, and all you have to say is, um, I, rebu- I am a child of the Most High God, and in his name, devil, you must flee. And this is what my girlfriend, who's had many visions that have come true about the military and all what's been going on. So you can take out these demons aren't as strong as they think they are. They can't read your mind, but they can put thoughts in your head that are not your thoughts. They can put them with me. They do it with emotion because they know I'm emotional and I'm going through the change. Well, just stay alert and uh, and uh, keep up uh, with yourself health-wise and uh, make sure, you know, you you you, uh, you uh, remain okay, you know, because most people well, that I'm, are I'm getting targeted... I'm, I'm not as concerned with me. If, if I die, that would be a gift. Um, I'm not afraid to die, um, yet... Um, you know, I'm not looking to die, but if they're gonna, if the police end up um, doing whatever they're doing and try to take me out, I'm gonna make sure they shoot me, so it'll be death by by cop. I left instructions with my two-star generals and my retired, um, my family that if anything happens to me, um, know that this was done by covert government individuals because I outed them and many other individuals, a dirty judge, social security judge in Orange County, got her thrown in jail for embezzling money, uh, putting me off for four years when I'm a 100% disabled veteran, barely making it, making half of what I used to make, and living in a hotel and been homeless since the end of uh, beginning of 2013 because I was thrown out since I had... um, Toxic mold and E. coli, and all the government agencies, of course, were shut down by the time I got the report back, but they explicitly told me, if you stay here one month longer, it's going to mushroom into your lungs. They'll cut off your air supply. Um, They will literally um, stick a needle in you and put you out like a dog and seal you in a bag because you will be contaminated. Those spores spread like wildfire, and so just bury you in the ground. Well, just stay safe, kid. Stay safe. My faith is everything. That's the only thing that's ever got me through the 19 years in. And in fact, I have this great book called The Day I Died. It's by a neurologist um, who actually had a real-life story that he actually visited heaven he actually got to see that there is something on the other side. It says uh, in... Oh, sorry. Um, it says, An Unforgettable Story of the Life After Death by a Steve S-J-O-G-R-E-N. I'll look that up. So I'm all about this, you know, just know the basics about the enemy's tactics and then um, focus on the solution 
which is God, keep our mind um, as much as possible, as hard yeah, as it well. is, they, they, to, keep it, to keep it calm, to like-minded people that make you happy, that make you feel spirit-filled. And this is a spiritual war. He knows he doesn't have much time left, him and his dominion. So he, uh, along with the military, the Navy and the Air Force particularly, um, are working so hard uh, to um, to do all their dirty work through using lust, uh, how it all even became popular that two-year-olds are wearing thongs and all kinds of sexual-looking clothes uh, yeah, we know where that's going too with the human trafficking and of little kids and whatnot. Oh, we're in a mixed up society. We are. We're in a mixed up society right now based on laws and yeah, actions right. that have been taken by uh, the government uh, over certain policies and guidelines. Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. and. And I know we don't that have to uh, take it. we don't have to take it. We have to be no, no. I'm about to go to court over mine. I'm about to go to court over mine. I am. I'm just uh, waiting to get out of the hospital, and I am uh, hitting the court ground. You know, and I'm taking uh, the person uh, that has been doing this to me to court. Well, matter What's of your fact, name so I can have my church and you pray for you. Oh, my name is Michael Shanifel. Michael, okay, Michael. I um go to Calvary Chapel and I will um, um put you on the prayer list and and I call all the prayer line seven hundred club and all the others when there's oh, nobody well, that's talking good. tonight. That's good. But um, I will get them to pray for you. I just found a new good church. Unfortunately, it happens to be not far from the police department, which I can't even, I don't even want to talk about what happened. I want to, I want to open up the lines to that. I'm going to shut up now. Well, uh, matter of fact, most of the weaponry that uh, we're going against uh, come out of the military, you know. Yeah, and, uh, and I did not uh, find that out until 2003. Um, when they put me in as first sergeant, because my first sergeant wanted to go home for Christmas and visit her family in the South and finish her mm-hmm. law degree, I said, how does that work? When my commander's in Afghanistan, I'm on my way to Iraq. We've got people in Russia, people in the United Arab Emirates, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, you were in Iraq? Huh? You were in Iraq? I was in Iraqi Freedom. I, I can't tell you where I was. Oh, that's but okay. I, I, was, I understand I was, completely. I was embedded with, I was called the Alpha Group. It was select, I didn't know this after I got out. It was a select group of people with particular skills. Um, I had skills because I was in the first war in 85 to 87 when we were bombing Libya. Oh, you were in the first Gulf War? Uh, before the first Gulf War, I was in 85 to 87. I was stationed at RAF Bentwaters in England, which doesn't exist anymore. Our A-10s were bombing Gaddafi. They lied to us this whole time. They told them, told us that we killed him. We didn't kill him. The government no. let him be. 
we bombed this house and family, so we thought we got in too. How dare they do this at the very end? I served in Desert Storm. I served in Iraqi Freedom. I stopped the suicide, and I, I said, I don't care if I have to go to jail for this. I will, because they tried to get me to commit suicide when I came stateside in 87. And then it was deployment, deployment, deployment after that with the Marines. Um, so I approached them to help them file claims, to help them get a service dog, and in any way, shape, or form that I can help with my help of my um, my ombudsman and good friend who's a two-star semi-retired general um, who was supposed to be in the World War II or Korean War, but somehow he missed it. He didn't have to go, but he's a general, so he was in the Army. And uh, he's great. He's got a heart bigger than Texas. <laughs> yeah. It's good that you uh, have someone like that to talk to. I'm, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, yeah, I, uh, I, I can be called any time day or night. I have severe, severe insomnia. They injected us with all kinds of... Uh, bio weapons that were supposed to be used on the enemy, they used on us instead so that they wouldn't have to pay out the claims. They could force everybody into psych wards, which they've been trying to do. And the people that took the Anzac shot um, are psychotic now. They have schizophrenia permanently and paranoia, delusions, hallucinations, all that. Um, I refused the shot. They took the court marshal. I said, go ahead. I'll just bring my senator and my friend who works for all the media, and you'll be in Leavenworth with, uh, they'll throw away the key. I'll make an example out of you. I never said anything like that in my 19 years. I just kept to myself. Thank God I never worked for DOD um, ever. I, even if they handed it on a silver platter and paid me 100000 a year, uh, I refused to be owned and bought by them. Um, so I worked in high-tech and telecom after I got out and went reserve. And I wanted no part of it. But when I looked up all these experiments that were done on civilians and military and these sanitariums, these, uh, you know, places in New York, places in Napa Valley, they actually burned down the buildings. And uh, there's still residuals of the grave sites, John Mark grave sites, that they did all these experiments uh, on normal people because they could, and they still can. If you ask your doctor this, um, you can go in to the doctor for something, and they can do a test on you or or give you something that is not related at all to what you went in there for. That's part of their hypocritical oath that they take, that they are allowed to experiment on you. That's why they call it medical practice which should be illegal, but they do it anyway. Well, uh, I would like to just hop in and respond. Our torture is illegal. They're going against every right that we have. Personally, I get voices to skull, which is debilitating. I get get sleep deprivation, which is akin to... Yeah, that's me. Which is akin to getting waterboarded when you try to go to bed so that... You have a miserable yep. existence. If you can't sleep, yep. 
yep. cannot hold a job, and you're just grumpy yep. all day because, and 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 then, and then with the agitation of the voices, the skull, it just makes them for a miserable life. But I know I've, what you're saying on that because I go through it every night. I'll take my medicine at six o'clock at night. I'm literally up until six in the morning. I am trying everything, drinking chamomile tea, um, you know, drinking warm milk, uh, taking my medicine over the counter or the VA medicine, and it does not work. But it, it, no, no, no. For one reason, is it's not you. It, it, they want to destroy. I don't know how they're doing this. I don't even know how they're doing this. But the, what, the, what it is is they want to destroy free will. Yeah. It, it, how how is it that they're doing this? I, I mean, who am I? I'm not a. I'm not a physicist. I'm not a binary transmissions. How's that? It, it's a it's a it's a it's a simple uh, uh, more or less like a radio, you know, that's hooked into a computer and it has a, a transmitter to convert the uh, the uh, natural voice into a binary mix, and they keep it into a low hertz uh, range to where uh, you can uh, just uh, slowly uh, tap into your auditory uh, cortex, and then but once isn't it's, it uh, like a radius? Are they uh, doing this from a van or, or like uh, how they can they can they can be anywhere at any time, but most of them want to be stationary and have a dish set up to where they can pick up uh, transmissions and and uh, uh, send out. You know. Well, then that's obvious when you see a news truck with a satellite, they can pick that up. They're probably using them, right? Well, if you if you uh, pay attention uh, to a uh, newscast, and they're okay. sitting there and they pick up uh, 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 transmissions in their ears, mm-hmm. you know, that's all. That's all auditory transmissions coming from the newscast agencies. You know, in the first in the uh, first uh, Gulf War, when we went to against Saddam in Baden uh, Kuwait, uh, yeah, eighty nine, eighty nine. I was in. We used the uh, uh, voice to God. I had a friend that was uh, stationed in voice Germany. Voice to God. What? Yeah, voice to God. Voice to God. I, I don't understand. The voice of God they used, they flew over uh, no, Kuwait. Nobody didn't know the voice of God. How is that possible? Oh, there's a lot of things possible with me. I got a lot Explain of connections. Explain it to me because I'm stupid. I don't understand what, how, uh, well, in or the first, what, or when In the first like? Gulf War, in the first Gulf War, we knocked mm-hmm. out Saddam's military communications. Yeah, yeah my and friends then, actually got pictures of him in the hole. That took them yeah, out. well, not that one, not that one. The one beforehand when they invaded Kuwait. Okay. And then the uh, uh, Saudis brought us in to uh, to protect them, and because they had uh, fear that they were going to come into them, you know, invade their country, and so that's we exactly went over. The problem. It's their problem, not our problem. They, I know. They have all the money. And they have all the resources to do it. So that makes me really angry. 
but uh, we knocked out uh, all their military communications, and then Saddam had to transfer over to tra- uh, transmitting out on his AM/FM uh, uh, station. And when he did that, uh, we sent in a binary mix signal into uh, the uh, AM/FM radio signal. And uh, when uh, his uh, troops were in the hole, you know, listening to their commands on the radio, they started in their minds hearing, Allah does not approve of what you're doing. You know, so you're saying now, the, the sat phones that are supposed to be secure lines, they're able to hear transmission on the sat phones? Huh? On the satellite phones? No, they used AMFM uh, currents. But but they couldn't tap into the uh, the satellite phones that are very. No, sensitive. no, no. They had to knock them out. Matter of fact, they sent out a order across the field, telling all military personnel to turn off their radios, and uh, they had to shut down for about uh, an hour or so. Why the C-130 flew overhead and yeah, mixed in the binary uh, signal. Yeah, we did the uh, pair. I, uh, That's um, why they all came out pair, surrendering. The, the paratroopers on the C-130s, I would send them on the C-130s to um, rescue the down pilot when I was in England. Well, this C-130 was equipped with all sorts of computer and oh, yeah. uh, like and satellites and so on and so on, oh, you yeah. know, and uh, and they could uh, they can do anything nowadays. They can do anything, you know. Uh, the military can pick up anybody anywhere at any time. I'm embarrassed to even say I served in the military. Had I known what I know now, I never. I didn't know anything about the military because there was no military bases near me that you were allowed on that wasn't um, highly classified and top secret. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, known, I would have never joined, and I would have started looking up things and telling, I still, anybody who says, oh, my son or my daughter thinks about going to the military, I said, here, look at this before they go in. You're going to have a damaged individual when you come back. He's not going to even know you, and you're not going to even know him. He's going to yeah. feel like like his body is back there, but his spirit is here, and it's called dissociation, which is very dangerous. I have I that. Got, well, I want to also just hop in and say, you know, through some of my research, I just went I went through, and a lot of my my targeting and torture is based on uh, these people are in a cult, and I don't know, I don't know what to call it because it, it, it takes from well, Hitler. It, it takes from Hitler. It takes from takes from the area. It also it also takes from ISIS. It takes so every. Uh, I isolate I, each individual, right? And to, and to 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 make your um, unique to yourself, so so it's it's really weird because you have you have three hundred people or however many people torturing you about being an individual, 
And 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 and, 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 and the crazy thing is, is based on hypocrisy, is we do everything that any other sane individual would do about living their life. And and let's be honest, they, they target articulate, intelligent, free-minded. Yeah, I was one of those. Every time I asked questions or fought them or went uh, around the chain of command, because the chain of command was a problem, I was always the problem child and asked too many questions, and everybody constantly told me, you're going to constantly be in trouble interrogated because you ask too many questions. And I said, I am a cause and effect kind of person. I'm in the high-tech industry, and it's what I do. I'm not going to jump off the bridge like a Marine or Army guy will do if he's given an order to do so. I'm going to yeah. think about it first and look into it. I'm thinking, if he gets this order, how do I know he's not on drugs? He probably is on drugs, which did uh, happen with the striker group. The Army striker, striker group were going out and killing innocent civilians and holding them up like they were a deer, like they were deer. They they didn't uh, and, and, uh, put her... and only the guy that told his family went to jail when he was with that immunity. It was just a private following stupid staff sergeant's orders. Well, and also just just to repeat, this is a cult where they where they indoctrinate oh, yeah. people, right? And they indoctrinate children when they're young, and they're just too. Yeah, it, it's happening. Know what um, freedom is and what it means, and too stupid to know that we go to war and we battle. I was, I was stupid. I was totally naive and stupid. I thought I knew what I knew after being on my own for five years. But you're I not. You're I, not so I thought I was strong. I thought I could overcome anything they threw at me. I did most of the time, but I didn't know what I didn't know. You, I was I was around before internet was around before cell phones were around, so I didn't have anything to go on. Right. First of all, you have to stop blaming blaming yourself for being a freedom. I do. I do for not seeing it. I'm what what are you going to do person. by yourself? I'm, you not, need... I'm not real smart, but I'm I use my my you know cause and effect reasoning. Uh, Which everybody has, you know. What were you going to do by yourself to go up against somebody who has an arsenal, and you're one person, and you don't know what's going on? You don't, you don't know how you're being attacked, and what the motives are, and what the reasons are. Uh, Every targeted individual doesn't know why we're being targeted. I mean, they're going to make any excuse up. They they want to lash out to you, so they lash out out to you. I'm more angry that others are being persecuted than myself because I've always been bullied my whole life. I've always been, all kinds of things have been done to me my whole life. So I decided I'm not going to make it about me my whole life. I'm going to make it about saving other people and looking into things and doing whatever I have to do to protect them from the evils because evil was done to me. So now this is my payback. I'm going to be like a cheerleader. Yay! We got to win. We, we actually got this person out of the depression, and we got them and gave them, got their freedom back. Yay! Cause we well, well, what I'm, I'm trying to say is that uh, I, I, don't, I don't look at myself as being... Um, the bad guy, you know, they they're not attacking me because I have issues about not right. being moral. This is not a morality Absolutely. fight, 
right? This is a okay. freedom fight. I I was I chose to stand up for my freedom. Yep. Right? They're Here. used to being people being cowards and being scared of fear and intimidation, which is a terrorist. Whether you whether you're domestic or foreign, Absolutely. it doesn't yep. matter. It's still terrorism when they're using when they're using fear and weapons who are only meant to the you know, to destroy you. And 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 what we have to what we have to do is we have to believe that you know that there are other people who are willing to stand up and fight, even if they you know the, the reason why repression works is you don't want it to happen to you. You don't want to be the person that stood up and fought next to a person getting tortured because you're going to get tortured too. I don't care about that. I, I really don't. Um, I figure. I figure after the fact. My my job, more importantly, is when I go before God on that judgment day. Um, it's not about drawing attention to myself or me or what I've done. Um, I don't go out there saying, "Yeah, I did this. I did that." Um, that's really not my mo. I do what I do because of my love of humanity because of so many people, including my family, going out killing innocent animals just because, you know, I know it's a hunter-gatherer thing that went all the way back from the beginning of times. I understand that. But when you're killing just for the sake of killing, not because you're trying to de-escalate the population of deer where I come from that are all over roaming in gardens and, you know, in the... Suburban, you know, going out shooting pheasants, shooting, shooting. Oh, especially my my demonic brother shooting innocent chipmunks and squirrels, uh, rabbits, um, just for the fun of it, because he got a thrill, and beating me down and still. Uh, you know, I just I don't want to talk about this anymore about me. I don't want to hear something good about something else. But I have something in front of me if anybody's interested. It's well, called I want to talk, uh, if, House Outreach. If, yeah, if anybody allow me to talk about my terrorism. Thank <clears throat> you. I, I, I happen to be moving to the wrong town. Um, I think hatred was rampant uh, way before I moved there. I think that uh, they were like a snake waiting uh waiting to 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 strike um this type of hatred that i experienced uh had to be like repressed and and compressed to spring and into action and i was in a perfect storm they just decided to latch on to me and i have i don't have any idea as to why uh so much hatred. I mean, it, it was it was the most, and, and to this day, I deal with it every single second of every day of uh, being mainstream. The things that uh, every single person ha- would have to, you know, to justify their life, you have to have a reason to be single to not to not to not join a cult. I mean, that's what they ask you. To, like, if you're not going to terrorize somebody else's life, then you're gonna lose. And 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 I I cho- I chose not to uh, have anything to do with Lucifer, and it is Satan worshiping. 
and yeah. and and uh, here I am, a survivor. I don't know how long I'm a survive, but I don't fear death, like you said. And um, these people are just are incessant. My my torture is twenty four seven, even while we talk on this phone. Any ambient noise, I hear people bothering me, and uh, there's nothing I can do about it. It's like I'm not yeah. going to be. Um, any more of a, a, a strong man because you can listen to my life and eavesdrop on my life uh, by bothering me all day and night and keeping me from going to bed. You know, you need to go to bed in, in order to function. None of them, none of them, none of them could 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 live their life if they could, if they couldn't go to bed. Right? Have you uh, went in and had any sleep studies done? Sleep studies, they uh, uh, rig up uh, EEG on you and uh, uh, all sorts of uh, uh, pickups. Yeah, I know know what you're talking about. I had a friend of mine when I looked at Verizon. Um, You know, that's a good thing. I'm sorry, Michael? Yes. Um, Did you have the sleep study done ever? Oh, I've had uh, two of them done on me. I had a... an and EEG, nothing, right? I had a uh, 24-hour video EEG done on me that picked up uh, a 10 hertz uh, uh, signal that was and moving across my alpha brainwave. What does I, that mean? Uh, I, I don't know about this stuff, uh, though. I'm uh, ignorant. Uh, uh, well, uh, it's just a form of energy that they... A, they use to transmit in your body, you know, so to cause reactions. Level, low level, mid level, like uh, what's normal, what's not normal. No, it's like, not normal. It's not normal. You guys all know better than I do. I don't know what that means. Like, what's a low level frequency? What's a high level? I don't well, understand. Well, if, if you look on the computer. It, it shows you uh, uh, the alpha brainwave goes from uh, uh, 7 up to 12 hertz. And then uh, your beta goes from like about uh, uh, 8 uh, up to about, uh, well, excuse me, about 5 up to 8, you know, different forms in your uh, brainwave pattern. If you go to a neurologist and get you an EEG done, uh, possibilities of him picking up uh, uh, some activities is highly likely, you know. I had uh, 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 problems with my heart where uh, I had internal energy uh, transmitted through my heart, and uh, it was a, a higher level. And it caused my lower right ventricle to collapse in. I had to go in and have an ablation done. Um, uh, a bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff. I've been through a lot, a lot, a lot. But it, it's all it's all taking place from 2005 up until now. And now that I got enough evidence based on the FBI telling me so and and uh, uh, different other people telling me so. I I I can take action now. 
I've already uh, filed complaints with the military and so yeah. forth and so on, you know, and have an open case with them, you know. And uh, uh, you can't sue the government, cause, but you can make them squirm and make it so that it's very uncomfortable for them. That's oh, what you talk well, to me, that's I, what you do to me, and that's what you have to do to them. I'm going to open up some doors. I am. I'm going to open up some doors Good here. Good so. you. I'm on your side. Uh, I'm on your side. I'm on I'm on everybody's side that's being persecuted because the very entity that I serve, had I known, I would have blasted everybody saying, don't do it. This is what's going to happen. You're going to be a human guinea pig. Whether yeah. you're whether you're a civilian or military. Yeah, that's true. Well, military. When you go in the military nowadays, you get an RFID in your uh, left hand and a binary what? chip in your right shoulder. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, you get a binary chip in your uh, right shoulder, and they can. Pick up uh, anything you talk about. I had a friend that uh, uh, was. How would you uh, know if you had one? Uh, well, you would know. You would know. You would know. How How would I know? If oh, did all you, uh, as far as an RFID, all you have to do is get an X-ray, and it shows up plain as normal. Well, the VA's not going to tell me, oh, by the way, we saw in your X-ray there's this thing that we put in. Oh, uh, well, yeah, uh, the VA's uh, not going to do that. Michael, yes? this is Melinda. Can you continue? You you always feed us with such great information. Uh, that's yeah. interesting about the young military getting double-chipped. Do they know what they're getting? Uh, yes, ma'am, they do. If they're in a full, if they're in a full gauge combat, like uh, with the Rangers, Navy SEALs, stuff like that, uh, yeah, they know. They know automatically. You know, I had. So they a friend, think it would be like. I'm sorry. Go on. I had a friend. He was in the Navy. He was a, a mechanic on the uh, uh, airplanes. And uh, him and uh, uh, some friends were inside their uh, bunker, you know, their tent on base. And uh, they had uh, one uh, uh, one attendant that stayed there with them that served with the uh, 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 special elite, you could say. And uh, and uh, he said, man, I come across something today and it just blew my mind. And the guys, they said, what was it? And he said, well, I can't really say much about it. And all he did was just say a few words. And the next thing you know, the MPs were at the door snatching them up. Oh, my God. Wow. I have no idea. So what do they think? It's like a GPS in case they get lost in combat or something? The binary... the binary chip uh, picks up uh, all internal actions of salt, uh, all internal action of organs, and so on and so on to to help them uh, uh, deal in combat. They're trying to embed. They uh, 
they've already invested money. Obama has with the uh, California University to uh, do studies on uh, transmitting EEG thoughts into uh, wow. combat uh, 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 units uh, to where they can eliminate the uh, radios. And they can... Uh, they can pick up a. They can pick up a, the thought in one person, and they can uh, pick up that EEG pattern, and then mi- the thought. They can pick up the thought of uh, that one person in the EEG pattern that it is producing, and copy it, and then go down. And then go down the list to all the other ones out in combat and mix it in with their EEG uh, current. And all of a sudden, he has a thought of exactly what that other man was thinking. Mm. He knows you know the what that's called? and everything. Yeah. Singularity. <clears throat> when they can take one thought and put it into a whole group, it's called singularity. And it's kind of like a goal of the New World Order. So they're experimenting on our armed surface guys and gals and uh, seeing if this works. And it's it's pretty foul, if you want my opinion. Again, that's taking uh, the individual brainwaves away, and they're going to be interjecting some thought. I just wonder if they're told that this is like a GPS system, like in case they get lost or... They cannot be located, so they'll put a chip in as they know we can find you if they've misrepresented uh, the the information. They do that with a lot of military personnel, especially with individuals on subs and boats and out in combat in case they get blown up and they can't identify the body. They can just run no, a scan that's across. Not, that's not the real reason. The real reason is when you go rogue and you find out things and they know that you know these things, you're a liability, and they call it a burn notice. Meaning yeah. now that you know this stuff, you are a liability, we are going to take you out. Just like a game. They'll jump you out, they'll burn you, they'll, they'll kill you. You never See, really I'm leave. thinking that the military, the young, the young uh, uh, enlistees, if they find this out, I mean, they could have a major class action. If, well, if one major group like military, that would get together. thing about the military, when you go in and sign the uh, agreement to uh, state that you're going to serve, if you read the fine print on there, it, it, it pretty much states that they're going to involve you in some testing and uh, some other forms of uh, action uh, that uh, that uh, most people wouldn't approve of. But since you signed a contract agreement with them, based on what you're doing now, based on where the your location is in the military, you know, if uh, if you're an army rangers, you know, and you're out on the front line, you're going to be killed like a, a dog. You know, 
if you're yeah, a, in a submarine, if you're in a submarine up underwater, you're going to be chipped like a dog. You are. Yep. If you're on a, if you if you're out on a boat, you know, you're going to be chipped like a dog. You are. And it's it's just a and you won't even know it because now they can do it. It sits in a in a, the smallest needle, and it's actually mm-hmm. can be a liquid form, so you wouldn't even be able to know it's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. One thing that's got me uh, tripping out on the Obama health care. If you look on uh, page uh, one sixteen or. 166, I think it is, column uh, number three, it goes into where they had forecasted by 2016 that the United States population would be implanted with RFIDs. Yes, that's Al Gore or said that or something, and it was also in Obamacare. Now, and if you, if, uh, if you really uh, do uh, research into it, uh, uh, you can go on the uh, WashingtonWhiteHouse.org uh, and look at the uh, future uh, outlook uh, predictions. You know. And, can I ask uh, you? Can I ask you a uh-huh? question? Um, so, when they do it to civilians, are, are we going to have the right to know to refuse it or not? Or they didn't uh, well, do it without you knowing. Well, well uh, the thing, no, they'd have to uh, tell you. They'd have to tell you. They would. But they're trying to bring know. it out. They're trying to bring it out to uh, to protect, uh, they say, our, uh, our, yeah, our I, name, our ID, our yeah, identity, right. our identification, and so on and so on. And eliminate. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, my nurse just walked in. You gotta excuse me. I gotta run for a second, okay? Okay, Michael. Thanks. When, uh, Michael, when, are, when are you gonna be? When are you gonna be out to uh, pursue your law case? Do you know? Uh, I'm going to, I I got to go through uh, 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 another surgery uh, with my uh, orthopedic, and uh, as soon as this is done, then why? Then what? I was talking to my nurse. She come in here, and I was telling her to turn off the lights. Uh, uh, Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But uh, 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 I've been in the hospital since uh, uh, August the 3rd. Wow, wow. That's one month today. The strangest thing about it is uh, while I was here in this rehab facility, I was getting binary feed like crazy, ringing in my ears, constant B2K. And the next thing you know, I started having trouble with urinating. And uh, they shut down my urinary flow, and then I had to be rushed 
I had to be rushed to uh, the hospital UAB, and uh, they have uh, inserted a, a fallopian tube in me, and I have a catheter for right now for the next five days. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, well, and, well, and not a fallopian tube, Michael. Not a fallopian, a fallopian tube. A catheter tube. Yeah, I have a catheter that runs down to. Uh, to a uh, little uh, bag to uh oh, to a, foley, a foley bag. A foley bag, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I didn't think it was a fallopian. That's the woman's <laughs> <laughs> Uh Well, I'm not up to date with all these medical terms, you know. I'm not. <laughs> That's cute. Well, That's cute. We'll have to remember you by your uh, fallopian <laughs> tube. <laughs>
Oh, well, when uh, when they first started uh, uh, hitting me, uh, I said, uh, by the uh, God of of Abraham and the God of Moses. Yeah, descendants of Abraham. I said, I command y'all to uh, uh, leave me alone. Can can I just uh, close with you before you have to go with a a Bible scripture? Because it will help me too. And I pray this for everybody on the line and all those who um, are are in this, um, you know, who are part of this organization now. Um, It's for everybody. Um, So it says, do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, this is Matthew um, seven five. Um, therefore, uh, let's see. Actually, I'm sorry. Paragraph twenty five. Um, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, uh, what you will eat, drink, or about your body, that what you will wear. Um, not uh, is not life more important than food for the body, more important than clothes. Uh, look at the birds of the air; they do not sow or reap. Um, or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Um, are you not much more valuable than they? Um, who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you, why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not uh, labor or or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Um, if the uh, if that is how God clothes the grass in the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, uh, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of a little faith. So do not worry, saying that what, we shall eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows. Amen. I was unmuted. Somebody muted me. So can I finish the last part? Is that okay with you guys? Um, Just one more, two more sentences. So Father knows that what you need, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So I wish that wish and that for every one of you, whether you believe in God or whether you don't, he exists and he will take care of you when you take care of others. Um, just just humanity issue, not necessarily a Christian or Muslim or whatever other religion. It, it's about humanity. I don't have no marking of uh, religion. I just know there's only one God. That's right. That's exactly right. Amen, sister. Amen. Yep, exactly. I mean, I believe it even... 
um, when my ex-Pakistani, uh, before 9-11 happened, fiancé, uh, who was Hindu, I thought that I could actually make it work. I was really, really naive, and I thought I was pretty smart. Um, unfortunately, um, I thought, well, God blesses all people as long as you believe in humanity and you care for humanity. Um, being a good person, um, I know uh, most every religion has traditions and they try to indoctrinate traditions into the Bible. That's not in the Bible. So um, what we've been led to believe about however we grew up, that's all we thought we knew. But then when we were smart enough to, to look up these things and find out why they said that or why we did that, um, I found out some really awful truths that I knew it was a lie and what I was being taught. So, you know, I know I saw this really awesome thing. Every time Christmas comes around, they air miracles, people. There was a Hindu woman. Um, and, you know, back in the old days, they would, you know, have their father marry off their daughter and a dowry to some old geezer. Well, the story was she had cancer and um, she was in a coma. Her dad had just died and was disappointing her that she wouldn't she wouldn't marry who he wanted to set her up with. She's like, no, I'm in New York. You know, this is America. I can marry who I want. So she married, um, an, I think, an East Indian guy. And they were in love. They didn't have any kids. Um, she went into a coma for like 30 days or more. And through that time, she was met by three uh, angels. She didn't know them, their faces or anything, but they said, you know, you have a choice. You can um, you can go to heaven and not have to suffer through all this pain, or you can think less of yourself and look at your husband who is hurting so badly he can't live without you and tell what you saw here and tell to the people be a testament that there is a heaven and that you will go to heaven no matter if you're Buddhist, no matter if you're Hindu, no matter if you're Christian, whatever, that you will go. And so she said, I want out of the pain. And they said, no, I'm sorry, Um, you need to go back. And it was kind of left up to her choice. She went back into her body about the pain, um, but she shared that, you know, with her husband, and they just became closer. So I don't think this separation of all these religions, that one religion is right over the other, even though that's what we're taught. I just believe in humanity, and if you love and you're a good person um, and you care, that that's really all that matters. If you walk the line and uh, go by the commandments, uh, you you will live a good life. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. Christ himself. Christ himself. When they asked him, they said, "Which uh, commandments out of the ten do you think are most important?" And he said, uh, "Honor." only one God and have one God. 
and he said, love thy neighbor as you would love thyself. You know, and uh, those, those two right there, if we just respected each other, Irregardless of race, man, creed, whatever, this world would be in so much peace and better off. Yeah, exactly. You're right. It would if we would just come to common sense. We fight over religion. We fight fight over religion. We fight over race. We fight. I did. Could you kill that one light right there? Thank you, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm in the hospital. I I got my nurses coming in, doing things for me. Is this Joe or Michael? This is Michael. This is oh, okay. Michael. You sound is Joe like in the Joe? hospital? No, you sound like Joe. Joe's a moderator. He's in touch. Yeah, no, no. My, my, Michael holds court. The nurses adore him. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, this is Melinda. I, I'd like to say one thing here. Uh, I had a good day today. Mm-hmm. I went out for three hours with a girlfriend. We went to a park and had a picnic. We each made Wonderful. food. Really fun, yeah. fun food. There were no chemtrails, and... The air was so clear compared to what, you know, they're pushing into my apartment here. And Yay. the grass was green, so we grounded for three hours. Hey, jealous or what, you know? Took off our shoes, and, and the grass felt so good. And then started, she said, we should take a walk. And we took a walk, and, of course, then they started hitting me. And I got tired and couldn't breathe. And you know how they do. They knock the wind out of you and yeah. make you feel dizzy and stuff. I did have a chance to relate certain information, and she did not reject it, and I didn't push it, and it was really surface stuff. Yeah. So that was uh, that's good. And we're going to do it once a month. <clears throat> I made, of course, much too much food. I don't eat that, but I. She made one sandwich and peaches, and I made three sandwiches, a yogurt whip, and a, a crab salad. <laughs> Oh, like we all, I wanted you all to be there, I guess, in spirit. <laughs> it, was, it was a lovely day. And, um, it, uh, you know, those rare little uh, things that we used to do so simply without thought become very valuable, you know, and you get a little older, a little more confined, and, my God, under torture. So, you know, steal them when you can. Grab them. Do them. Yeah, that the one most important thing I think that I learned in my life is that wisdom is not the same as knowledge. Oh, that's wisdom so true. you learn through life experiences, which trumps any kind of MIT, uh, Stanford University, Harvard. It trumps all of that. God you know, Amy, you should have your own call. Amy, oh, no, you should have I your don't own have call. And it, well, I, don't I don't know what they do on these calls. My goodness, you've talked for two hours. All you need is an hour or two call like Mike Mason. And just share well, some of your thoughts, um, you know, so because you've been there, done that. Going on. There's so many awful things going on. I, I barely have the time, and this is kind of like my solace for to breathe for a minute. Um, I have so many awful things going on. I have 
embezzlement that for me um, that they've done to other aspects and suits, um, the police department, um, all these things I have to get ready legally for to file lawsuits, which I've never done before. Yeah, well, you and Michael I should offered, talk because uh, he sounds like he's, so he's ready to go. Well, it took it took a lot for me to get to where I'm at because uh, um, uh, I had to uh, get uh, in contact with the uh, different agencies of, uh, of the government with the and uh, get information and uh, then the uh, Joint Terrorism Task Force told me that they're up under the assumption that I have been inserted with a 864 binary chip. Thank you, I was approached uh, back in 2000 by a gentleman who stole uh, auditory uh, technology from the United States Navy. And uh, um, he uh, had intent to go out and use this technology on a citizen in the United States. And uh, uh, I uh, turned him into the NCIS, and uh, then uh, the next thing you know, after I gave uh, uh, my testimony at the, bi- at the Bioethics Commission, uh next thing you know I had the uh NCIS calling me up uh telling me to get in touch with the uh Jacksonville FBI and because they're over the southeast and then uh, once I got in touch with them they assigned me uh an agent with the uh NCIS and the Joint Terrorism Task Force. And I have uh, two agents that are on my case. And uh, then I have them both waiting. Uh, I uh, got uh, the representative of the state and the senator of the state uh, in my on my side. And uh, both, all of them are telling me that since uh, I am one person making, uh, not accusation, but stating the truth about an individual, that uh, by law there's got to be two uh, witnesses before they can take any action. So they're telling me that I have to take a uh, civil uh, suit into uh, my inaction and take this individual to court. And uh, as soon oh as I do... Oh, my gosh, that's their job, not yours. Well, You're it, not personally involved. That's a terrorist act that he's doing. That's their job. I know, I know, I know, I know. But how, they how won't... How did you come to that conclusion? It's not a personal thing that he's going to do this to you. If he's going to well, do it to others. Well, that's the truth. He is doing it to others. And uh, uh, it is uh, up to me to uh, uh, file uh, 
uh, civil action against him. Oh, that is and, and uh, take him to court. And that so is that is so my wrong. next objective. And and in that action, uh, since uh, I am placed up under uh, so much uh, stress and uh, uh, so much, uh, like the FBI, they told me I had to go out and find other victims here in the state of Alabama. Oh, and no. I did so. I would call a criminal attorney or one of the law schools there to see if they'll do pro bono or contingency, which means you don't win. You don't pay you don't, if you don't win. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I would do. That's, well, that's I, 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 uh, uh, it's got mm-hmm. a lot to do with a uh, uh, situation that uh, uh, I'm going to be uh, laying uh, a foundation against the uh, uh, the people that are uh, holding back funds from me that uh, I was involved in a embezzled involved in working for a company that embezzled millions of dollars from employees. And uh, I signed a money waiver because I knew the president of the company. And I knew his wife, which was the CEO of the company. And I have known them uh, since uh, childhood. But I never expected them to be thieves, you know. And... uh, uh, it is their family that is uh, uh, all involved in uh, this uh, form of, uh, of uh, terrorism. So I have to uh, file charges against the individual that approached me to be involved in a terrorist group, uh, which is against the law. Uh, the NCIS has stated that the weapon that he stole from them is considered a WMD, um, so I had to file actions against the uh, Navy uh, not taking action. Uh, I got to file. You're, you're setting yourself up if you're alone in this. You need to I'm get a lawyer or an advocate or someone. I'm not alone because I have uh, uh, relatives that are in the FBI and the CIA. That's good. And uh, uh, I'm not alone. I'm not alone by no means. And uh, all I, I've uh, got the money to take the individual to court now. I've got the money to pay for the attorney. And it is taking me some time to get it up, but I have it. And uh, now that I have it, I can pay him and start the pursuit and... Uh, go on about my business, you know, and put an end to this, you know, and hopefully uh, stop, uh, uh, bring attention to it. To You're a, trying uh, to do something good, and this is what you get, yep. Um, that's our thing in, the middle, in my branches, no good deed goes up. This is what their proud statement is. Yeah, 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 that's, a, that's the truth, that's the truth. But it's something that I got to do, 
And my uh, that for sticking your neck out when oh, it's not uh, personal. I'm not too far out. I'm not sticking it too far out, kid. Uh, Spencer no, back is and um, you, you are not really involved personally in in no. somebody doing something to you, but doing no. to Americans and others. And yeah. the fact that you're so brave to do that to go up against those entities that are endless liars and bezelers, um committing all kinds of criminal acts. Just like my friend I brought live. He said the same thing. His buddy quit the, uh, the the police department because of the corruption. Yep. Well, uh, nowadays all it takes is a few dollars and you can have a cop in your back pocket. That's you know? true. I worked at a gated community and that's what they did. Instead of They took the security company away that I was doing um, property management on this big 20,000 people, gated community, wealthy, all kinds of famous people, FBI agents, um, colonels in the, in the Marines that lived in there. And yeah, when it's on, excuse me, a big scale like that, they decided they were going to, since they already had their own fire department, they were going to have their own police department get rid of security. Yeah. They can hire, just like they did at the Bohemian. Um, you know, you know about the Bohemian Groves. Every July, they meet. They hire uh, hired guns, police to police the ten acres when they decide the world's fate and who's going to get what. And everybody from around the world, of power of money, decide what's going to happen. Well, the uh, interesting thing is that activity that they started uh, July the 15th in Texas, Jade Helm. You know, oh, I know all about Jade Helm. Yeah, before Jade Helm even happened, um, it was a God thing that I woke up one day looking at my phone, and I'm looking at something I took a picture of um, that was in print, and I thought... Why does this bother me? Why does it like an itch that you have to scratch? I looked it up, and lo and behold, this was in June, May or June, I found out about it. And I started telling people, and they treated me as if I was crazy, that the special forces would come in, uh, the Navy SEALs in plain clothes, and they'd um, come and put people in FEMA camps and imposed eminent domain, taking away homes from people, which happened in Minnesota, Indiana, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, all kinds of stuff. Well, so part of it, part of it was a diversion. Part of it was a diversion. So part of it was um, um, a very big diversion. It was satanically involved. And that was um, the two busloads of people that got hauled away from some place in Florida used to be human sacrifices, like in Pensacola, what happened. And the Eglin Air Force Base, or McGill Air Force Base, and uh, Pensacola Naval Air Station was directly involved in doing killing those three innocent people um, to gain power from Satan. 
It's a make-up world we're in. It is. But you know what? Um, when I get fearful and anxious, which is most of the time, um, and I, I'm looking at the clock, and it's 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and I can't sleep because my body so wants to sleep, my mind won't let me. And I've never done illegal drugs, and I rarely ever drink anything uh, unless I'm having a hard time sleeping and my medicine isn't kicking in. It's like your body gets immune and doesn't even work anymore. I I try to say prayers. I call prayer line, and even, even that doesn't help. And even they become bitter and, you know, not so caring anymore. I mean, I know it's a hard job, and I so they get a whole lot of calls all the time from people. I'd rather call them than the crisis line where they keep a uh, they keep a lot of you and they build a case against you. And when my one doctor I switched from, um, who wouldn't even listen when they come there with a list of questions and things, I I know my body better than anyone, and I was a pro athlete, I, and she wouldn't listen to anything I said or do any of these. Um, uh, tests that were um, had to do with the change of life, right? My hormones were all whacked. Um, so uh, she put in my file that I have extreme paranoia. So I wrote back to patient, I went to patient advocacy, which every hospital has one, and if you need to use them, call them up. Um, I filed a, a little message back to uh, to the director to say, if anyone, is, I'm the least paranoid person. I may be hypervigilant, but I'm not looking over my shoulder, like thinking somebody's going to, you know, whatever. I'm just expecting if they're coming, I'm ready for them. Yeah. <laughs> Big things come in little packages, and I will do what I have to do. So thank God I grew up with two brothers that brutally beat me down. Um, but point, the point is, you know, you when she wrote that, I just said if anybody is to be paranoid, it's her because she's going to be losing her job, as this nurse at the VA told me, uh, that she was really scared because this TTIP, Transatlantic Dastrack Treaty, that was going to do all kinds of awful things, uh, combining us with Japan, with Vietnam, with South America, Mexico, Russia, not Russia, I'm sorry. Well, we are involved with Russia. I mean, they just went up on the space station uh, with the Russians yesterday. They fired another mm-hmm. rocket up there. So they keep saying, oh, we have to worry about the Russians when the Russian soldiers are in Colorado training with the Army Special Forces. Hmm. Well, uh, just the other day, the uh, Navy uh, launched a uh, new satellite to uh, pick up uh, and send out transmissions to uh, all their boats and uh, subs, and uh, they're using isolonic uh, uh, waves. Yeah, I don't know about the laser. I mean, lasers, before they even told everybody about the laser on the ships, um, that's, yeah. been, that's been since before 2003 when I got 
called up and I found out about the lasers and how they can use them for good and they can use them for bad, depending on how much they amp them up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a new world. It's a new world. They can cremate you right in your in your steps, you know? Literally. Yeah. They can. They can incinerate you. Yeah, that, well, that's what they slowly do is cook you up, you know. They just and don't you know, You can fight it, and the best way to fight that is uh, through prayer and through uh, keep investigating things and keep exposing them. Mm-hmm. That's, the best, that's the best kind of action I can think of we can do. Beyond well, that, I had uh, uh, my representative of Alabama and the senator of Alabama. I wrote yeah. a letter to Congress, and I said, uh, terrorists in the state of Alabama. And I gave a whole list of what was going on, the people involved. And the next thing you know, uh, Spencer Backus and... Uh, um, uh, the senator here in Alabama put up on the internet exactly what I wrote, and they kept it uh, posted wow. two years. Wow. Well, good it for was... you. Keep, keep mm-hmm. your smarts about you, you know, and if you need to keep a journal with a lock on it. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, uh, I'm just going uh, with uh, what the FBI told me. They said that the only way to prove that this is occurring to you is based on medical uh, uh, problems that happen to you. You know, if if it's a constant uh, reaction of a different organ in different places at different times, Okay, so just just let it happen. When you have proof of that, um, or you hear about it, just uh, have someone post it in the newspaper, or call one of the TV stations and have it posted, and then just let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it shouldn't be your problem. uh, It's somebody else's problem, and you need. I'm going to bring it up. If it's exposed, then you can just drop it and move on with your life because you deserve more than that. Well, uh, getting it exposed against a bunch of cowards that are hiding, you know, they have no concern unless they get caught. Exactly. You know know that. They're going to carry on and do what they want to do until they get caught. Yeah. You know, and especially with this technology, you know, uh, transmitting binary code waves, you know, I mean, it's the way that the guy told me when he wanted me to become a part of it, he said that it was the military's way of assassinating people without getting caught. Yeah, obviously. I didn't know any of that until 2003 when I just felt God put it on my heart to start looking things up. And when I found fun sites there and the government wasn't even hiding these declassified projects, 
I knew I had to tell everybody, and then they murdered my father three years later and, and killed my dog two months after that. And I was, I was a wreck. I didn't want to live anymore. But I didn't have the courage to, you know, take myself out. <laughs> I'm I alive. I don't want to have the unpartable sin. <laughs> I said, if I'm going to die, I'm going to You're take not it. Gonna die, kid. No, I mean, when it's my time to die or they're torturing me, I'm going to make sure that they shoot me. Whatever I have to do to make them do that, death by cop. That's my plan. I will never be held hostage or whatever. I will make sure that they shoot me. And and I've left instructions that when I die, that you're going to know that who's involved is the government that I exposed. And all the yeah. levels of DOD and government, you're going to know when I go. But don't don't feel bad for me or feel sad. Feel happy for me because I don't have to deal with this anymore and I'll be with my father, my, my earthly father and my heavenly father and my dog. Well, I'm glad you have a positive attitude, but don't give up. It's hard. It's hard. I, I haven't had a positive don't attitude. Don't give up, kid. I came back in 04. I used to have positive attitude before that. As much as I grew up in a very, very, very toxic, abusive, negative household. So I had to overcome that leaving home every day. I had to practice. Uh, fake it till you make it. You know, trying to think, convince myself, talk myself into looking at the glass half full, not half empty. And, it, and it's, I, it's it's a day, everyday effort I have to remind myself. Because I don't want to be toxic. I don't want to be all negative. I don't want to be down. Well, be strong and have faith. you got faith in God. Yeah, my faith, my faith is the only thing that got me through. You All got faith in God. And God says you should have belief in yourself. You know? All I know is God is a, a big God of many miracles. And if you get a chance on Tuesday nights at, uh, I think it's your Eastern time, so I think it's 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock your time, if you get TNT, um, mm-hmm. it's called Proof. And it, Romo Downey Jr., Touched by an Angel, and her husband, Mark Burnett, put out this series. And it's an awesome series about the, the girl from Flashdance, Jennifer Beale, plays a doctor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she doesn't believe in anything Christian or, or anything, any religion. Um, but more and more miracles were happening. People in comas, whether they were... Um, criminals or little kids that they had when they were in their coma, even though they were nowhere, no how involved with the murder of some young girl that was um, hidden in a swamp or something, that there's no way he could have known this. But um, 
he said to the nurse, well, or the doctor, well, maybe that's why God put me on this earth. Um, and my last breath, it was literally his last breath. Um, he said, you know, for me to, to tell you this information, even though I have no connection with her, I don't know anything about her, I saw it in my vision, in my dream, and this is where you need to look for her. And they did, and he died with a smile on his face after all the awful things that happened to him. Growing up seeing demonic stuff, his dad beat him, you know, as an alcoholic. I could relate because my mom did the same thing. She's an alcoholic. And then, um, you know, a little boy who, you know, there's the the movie out, um, Heaven is for Real. You know, so there'll be more and more stories as it, it approaches the holidays. I just wish they'd do it in October when that one month I just wish I could go somewhere and just disappear because I don't want to be around anything demonic, um, Halloween, none of that. I had uh, one guy call me from Canada one time, and uh, he was uh, saying that he was involved in a satanic cult and uh, and, uh, wanted uh, uh, information and what. I was going through, and because he was experiencing it, and I said, "Man, I can't talk to you about anything." And, and guess uh, guess why he was into Wiccan? Because Wiccan, um, or I'm sorry, Canada is ruled by the Brits, by England. England ooh. is where witchcraft started. That's crazy. That's crazy. This guy was Oriental. It doesn't he, matter. Uh, Canada, Canada's uh, medical system, social medicine, everything, and their monetary system is all run by the British. Hmm. Just like just like we own the Virgin Islands, but there's yeah. other islands that are owned by the British. So they use British money. Um, you know. They're owned by the British, but they a lot of them speak French, so it's confusing to me. But yeah, they're owned by the British. Hmm. It's amazing. But when he called me and told me that uh, he was involved in a satanic cult and uh, was getting uh, uh, abused. And as soon as he brought up uh, the satanic cult, I was like, man, I can't talk to you. And, uh, because I didn't know if it was someone trying to get information and uh, and misuse yeah. it. You, you, know? have to, yeah. you have to be very careful. I'm not careful enough. That's my issue. Well, you, you're going through a lot. You're going through a lot. And I don't imagine. want to make it. I don't want to make it about me, though. When I make it about me, I get depressed. So if I get my focus off me and focus how I can give hope and 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 information to others, the good and the bad, so they know how to fight the bad with the well, tools. Keep that attitude. Keep that attitude. Keep that positive attitude. That's literally, because I don't. I don't want to be selfish like my mom. And all these pity parties she had, I'm not going to be her. 
I don't I don't even like talking about myself. I really don't. Well, just keep that positive attitude. You know, because I don't know you, but I have a heart and love all. I know. know. I can I can sense it. And 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 when I hear someone talking in certain ways, you know, I just want to express, you know, uh, don't give up. Be positive. Well, let me just tell yeah. you, if you're feeling down and out, I can give you, I'll give you my number. And like I said, I'm up day and night, day and night, day and night. Um, you know, if it's three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning, I'm still up <laughs> trying to get sleep. But I have a service dog, too. She has to go to the bathroom like three or four times a night to get me up in the middle of the night, and then I can't get back to sleep. Well, so, you, you, you're more than welcome to call me anytime. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not afraid to give my number out. I'm not. Uh, you, uh, um, what's your, your number, Michael? My number is area code 205-568-9902. Okay, do I ask for a room number? No, that's uh, my cell line. Okay, you, so... You um, can call me anytime. Anytime you need someone to talk to, please, just give me a call. When is the time not that you're not available so I don't disturb you. Uh, right now right now I'm I am available all the time. I'm in a hospital bed. I'm not going nowhere. You're not alone. You got yeah. all kinds of friends that you haven't even met that are on your side and around you. So you're surrounded by love and compassion and, and don't forget that that we are all Every culture of every nation, we're all related. Some under Abraham, some under the other, but that doesn't matter. As as long as we remember that we're human and that even the enemy is human, um, we have to to pray for them that God changes their heart. And, And it has happened. I've actually experienced someone who was actually fighting with Bin Laden and he said when he got so crazy the only reason he joined to support his family he didn't have any money um, in Afghanistan so he got asylum and, and took his family over here when he saw how crazy he was he had to get away from him and uh, right to the very end he told me yeah he was on a kidney machine before anybody else knew it Next thing I know, the next day after that conversation with him, um, Donald Trump was on, I don't know if it was Charlie Rose or what it was, saying, oh, yeah, he's on a kidney machine, a dialysis machine. He can't leave. So he must have been listening into my conversation because I didn't tell anyone else. And well, nobody else knows that. that's strange that you, you say that. Uh, my... Uh, uh, the man that is here at the rehab facility with me uh, that I, uh, I came to 
build up my strength in my left leg and my arms and stuff like that to help myself get around, you know, until my uh, uh, surgery and my ankle uh, tends. Uh, he he goes through dialysis, and uh, he he is facing a lot, you know. And I pray for him all the time. He's a good man, a good man, you and, know. Uh, that's so awesome to, just to hear your voice and the, the inflections in your voice. I can tell you are you are what you say you are. I'm from the Midwest, a simple little town, and just because I live in um, a mid-sized town. I don't want to live anywhere near the city. Um, I'm not going to change my virtues or whatever you want to call them, morals, just because I live in California. I've seen many people get enticed and hooked, and I, I actually kind of was one of them when I was riding the roller coaster of, you know, having a great job, great money, um, well, not as good as others, but, you know, pretty good. Um, and then I found out it was all a lie. The whole American dream was a lie. And God was trying to put that on my heart. And the fiancé, I had to get rid of him because he was putting it on my heart. I was trying to test myself and in, in thinking, you know, I could live, I could marry anyone. They don't have to be a Christian and I could make it work wrong. I tried and I tried, and it was nothing mm-hmm. but, you know, arguments. And so, you know, I wasn't sure that I was put in with him to try to change him, knowing that generally you can't change someone, but sometimes you can have an influence. But some of the things that I'll, I'll tell you one day about it, what, what some miracle things that happened, with his dad when I was praying for him when he was in Pakistan. And he was supposed to die after a third heart attack. Um, well, um, I'll tell you that some other time. But right now, I've got to get some stuff done here. Well, so, uh, I, hate to, uh, I hate to say goodnight, but uh, I got uh, yeah, me to too. try to go to sleep and... Uh, uh, get up uh, for PT in the morning, you know. Yeah, I hear the tiredness in your voice. And uh, y'all stay safe. And ma'am, you call me if you need a friend to talk to, okay? I bet I will. I bet I will. And your name again? Amy. Amy. I'm in, yeah, North um, San Diego County. I'm uh, Michael in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Well, Michael, just because you have the name Michael, you're doubly blessed. Just the fact that you have that name that's in the Bible, Michael the Archangel, you're already you were already blessed before you even came out of the womb. You know that. <laughs> just remember, remember that. No, it's just, I'm not joking. Remember that. Well, uh, the strangest thing about it, strangest thing about it, my uh, my father, I I didn't get a chance to know him. He died when I was 16 months old, but uh, he was a preacher, 
and uh, I have a lot of uh, 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 religious people in my family that have churches and stuff like that. And, that has uh, a double-edged sword, huh? Being a preacher and trying and trying to live the life, and you've got all this temptation around you, and it, it's a difficult thing. Uh, so many things have happened to my past priest and uh, the preacher's son who killed his whole family in Albuquerque, and he didn't have any psychological problems, but I'm I'm positive that it was a MK Ultra Mind mind control project where they do a lot of experiments out there in Albuquerque. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, Amy, everybody, y'all have a blessed night and stay safe. Okay. Thank you, Michael. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for um, sharing yourself and your story and praying for each other that God is on our side. He does not want us to hurt he has his angels wrapped around you, his his praying angels, his warring angels, um, to keep your your spirits up, and you'll always have friends on this line because you have a gentle soul and um, you're you're real, you're sincere. What you say is who you are and what you do. And the same with me, I'm not gonna sway or change just because. Um, that's the way things are done in any organization, company, whatever. Um, yeah. I will always try to look um, for the good, but when I don't see any more good around me, then I have to go, you know? Well, you, you stay safe, Amy, okay? I will. I will, and you too, and all the best for from all of us and myself. As well, and my and my doggies. I'm going to get my service dog because <laughs> I'm a disabled veteran. Thank you. So. I'll, I'll let her bark and say hi to you. <laughs> oh, I I got a dog at home. It's dying for yeah. me to come home. What and, kind? Uh, I got a German Shepherd. Aww. I, uh, I used to work uh, part time for the Humane Society. I was I the supervisor. I used to volunteer too. I used to take puppies with the dog I had years ago, and I take her and I take puppies to the convalescent homes, and they tell me their stories. And you know, it would lift me up. It wasn't I was doing anything special. It was that they were they were giving me something special. And as a kid. I really never want to go out and play with my friends or play dolls. I always want to hang around the older people and listen to what they had to say because I felt a certain comfort. And my mom would always be like, why don't you go play with your friends? I'm like, no, I don't. I want to hear, you know, what you guys are talking about, what's going on in the world and, you know, I just needed that because I didn't have a grandma. Um, she was murdered before I was born for $50 on a pill. And then my other grandma died when I was probably about three or, no, about four of a heart attack. So I didn't have, you know, I had one grandpa who was an alcoholic. The other the other grandpa on my dad's side died some mysterious way, I don't even know, um, before I was born. So... Um, 
I guess I think that's why I was always gravitating towards elderly people. Uh, I wasn't looking for anything from them. I was looking to give whatever I could to them. I mean, I actually went shopping um, uh, and and bought this one guy in the convalescent home. Um, he had no arms, or I'm sorry, he had no legs from uh, the diabetes. And I bought him all these clothes. And I said, you know, when when you when you dress good and you know you feel good, and then people treat you good. I want you to feel good, and and I don't want anything back. I just want you to feel good. That was that was fun for me. That was pure pure enjoyment. I didn't want or expect anything back. I just want him to feel good. Being cooped up in that place, I would take him in my car and and you know we'd we'd go to the nine nine cent store or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I I, I do that myself. Huh? I got I got a friend, uh he was uh coming home one day and uh he was an engineer for the county and designed a lot of roadways and stuff like that. And uh he came home uh one day from uh work and was uh walking into his house and walking into the bathroom and next thing you know uh, someone came up behind him and shot him in the head with a twenty-two, and the uh, bullet just ricocheted around in his head, and luckily it lodged into the skull capsule and didn't cause wow. much damage, but uh, oh it paralyzed him on his right side, his right arm and his right leg. He's paralyzed. And uh, 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 every month uh, before my wreck happened, I would always, uh, or once every week or once every two weeks or whenever he needed me, you know, I'd always go help and take him to the doctor and and help him tend to his situation, you know. Uh, I, I care for him constantly. You know, but that's our responsibility to be brothers and sisters exactly. to one another. You know, yeah. and stand Too strong. Too many people are in a hurry these days, and all about what can I get? What can I, you know, latest technology? What can I, you know, buy? Buy, buy, buy. I was always buying clothes, and you know, once I had a house, a house with my VA. And living on top ramen and peanut butter and jelly, um, you know, I curbed myself from the that habit. Um, yeah. But I still find myself time to time when I'm outgrowing stuff. You know, I my favorite place is Salvation Army, really, <laughs> and thrift shops because I grew up. You know, my mom being. She had a T-shirt, the Rummage Queen, and she really was. And that's how my family is too. They, they love, you know, going to rummage sales and uh, auctions and whatever. Yeah. Well, just stay positive, Amy, and I'll be praying for you, kid. Yeah, it takes practice, and I don't know how, but 
when I play Christian music, I get up beat when I start listening to Christian music. And I'll be screaming and glaring and singing in my car, and my dog will be looking at me like, huh? Some people, people around me would be looking at me like, what's wrong? Like, she having an epileptic, uh, epileptic episode? And I'm like, I'm like, no. It's like, you know, jamming, jamming, jamming. Well, yeah. it's just stay positive. I find the little things that make you happy. Yeah, Making others happy makes me happy. That's what, what gives me joy. Now I understand. Well, that's great. You got a good heart. You got now a good I understand. heart. Now I understood. Now I didn't understand when I was a little kid, like at Christmas time, up because how much joy I see yeah. uh, the the older uh, people get a kick out of seeing us open the presents. Now I get it. So I randomly go and buy toys randomly. Um, thinking, I'm sure that there's some little kid that would want a hula hoop or a squirt gun or whatever. <laughs> if not, I'll give it to my dog because there's more fun things in the kid section than there is in the dog section that she loves. She loves the bubbles. I, you know, when I blow bubbles, you know, with a little wand, she loves that. So that's and, uh, what type yeah. of dog do you have? Iris Setter. Oh, okay, okay, cute little center, that's cool, that's cool. 60 pounds. Huh? 60 pounds. Oh, she's big then. She's my service dog. She has to literally um, pull me up the stairs um, when I have no strength because my muscles are atrophied and my my bones beat the, the injuries. So she helps pull my my grocery basket and I'll just hook it up to the cart and she'll pull it. And, uh, you know, when I tell her to pull me upstairs and say, go left, go right, you know, go slow, go down, go faster, you know, she knows. That's cool. That's cool. That is really cool. Uh, I wish uh, my dog. He's real smart. I've got a. I uh, got him from the Humane Society when he was a pup. Uh-huh, and, uh, your heart. and uh and uh, uh, he is just really smart. He don't. He 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 don't bark that much, uh, but it, he he acts like he's human. You know? Oh yeah, mine's the same way. She's a total diva. She won't and, eat out of her dish or drink her water unless mm-hmm. I I just cleaned it every time we go somewhere. Same and with I'm, my dog. My God, <laughs> he'll go in there and stand beside his bow and look at it. Yeah, and I yeah, go, what's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> And then I'll sit there and I'll be putting food in it and he'll just turn around and walk off. I said, hold on, hold on. And I'll empty the food out and wash it and then put food in it and he'll eat. But, I mean, he's real picky, real picky. And, uh, yeah, so You funny. know, he's like, I'm no dummy. You do what I, I think you need to do, you know. And, yeah, and, um, like, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. It's amazing. 
What's his name? His name is Max. Oh, Max, yeah. There's a lot Max of Max here. My brother had a German Shepherd. I think that was his name. I can't remember. Well, no, no, no. It was Y2K. Y2K. That's what the uh, Humane Society put on them, and I just kept it that way. How old is he now? I've had him ever since uh, he was a pup, uh, probably about uh, three months, uh, and now he's uh, uh, eight years old. Okay. Well, he's still got a lot of life. I wouldn't be surprised if he lives to be almost 20. I hope so. I so hope so. Most of them do. Most in the German Shepherds, in the uh, Labs, and the Retrievers. But for whatever reason, even though my dog is in that family of sporting mm-hmm. dogs, she Max life is 14, and my last dog was 12 and a half when she died of cancer, which I didn't know was malignant, and I will never. Trust another veteran, vet, vet, veterinarian again to tell me, yeah. oh, those lumps are soft. You don't have to worry. It's just soft tissue. I will not yeah. ever, ever, ever not do a biopsy ever again. Yeah, so no I will immediately do a biopsy if I feel any kind of anything. No lie. Me too. Me too. I'm very well, protective. Uh, who knows? Maybe um, when's his birthday? What what month did he uh, get it? Uh, he was uh, born in January. Oh, Aquarius dog! I get yeah. My brother was Aquarius. I love. Um, I, I really get. I always get along really well with Aquarius and Taurus, uh, Libras, and Scorpios. Well, you've been carrying on a conversation with the cancer. I don't know much about cancers. Uh, well, I was born July 10th. Oh, that's a good month to be doing. Oh, my... Now, let's see. Is My sister was... And her daughter was born in July, the end of July. Uh, the 21st that makes the her 20th. Leo. It makes her oh. Leo. Oh, no wonder why she's so difficult. That that's makes her why, That's why we that we've always not been really. We're 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 almost adversaries. But I don't know about I don't know anything about cancers. I rarely run across um, cancers. So Gemini's and Cancer. I don't know Aries. My mom. Yeah, I know a little bit. I never, I never got into uh, studying uh, about uh, signs and uh, stuff like that, so I don't know much about it. You know, I just go by uh, people's attitude and uh, and, uh, and the way that they talk. You know, and you sound like you got a great heart. You know. um, I do. It's only give my. I only give thanks to my father because him and I uh, were treated very badly by my family. You know, he never amount to anything. Um, he instilled, um, you know, 
my Christian beliefs, although I didn't believe in the Catholic religion, I didn't know what I didn't know. I just lost a bit, but I am grateful that even after my mom divorced him and took everything, um, because she refused, she refused to get a regular paying job, and I worked since I was seven delivering newspapers with my brothers to people of their weather. And then when I was teaching, I would ride my hand-me-down that I could barely get over the bar, 10 feet, my brother's 10 feet, 10 miles to work and back each day. So my survival, my survival was working uh, like my dad, uh, being a workaholic and um, being in sports and having uh, a boyfriend that would respect me or I would kick him to the curb. Well, good. That's the way to do it. But uh, I really got to go. And uh, I enjoyed talking to y'all. But uh, seriously, anytime you need someone to talk to, just give me a ring, Amy. I'm going to put that in my phone right now. Thank you, and I hope that you have a speedy recovery and that everything goes well. And I'll be praying for you, Michael. Thank you, Amy. Same here. Oh, God bless. Stay safe, kid. God bless. God bless you. Thank you so much, Michael. Good night. Bye.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.